0: three two one here we go here we go here we go here we go hi guys welcome to check the b-side how's everybody doing today mm. this, this this is the this is the one this is this is episode one pilot episode Woo. how's everybody feeling how's, how's everybody good
1: finally remember i'm good busy life's busy though.
0: I feel like this is like the most yeah. unenthusiastic start we ever had to <laughs> do a conversation. I mean, every, true. every listener, every listener is just like, who are these people in yeah. the while they're on my screen? <laughs> and, and it's episode one and I don't feel like as if, <laughs> I don't feel oh, welcome. Yeah. No, but this is, this is, this is episode one of Check the b side, the, the podcast yeah. Yeah. where hey, cool. music meets live. Way! Yeah, there we go, a
2: little Way! bit of hype, a little bit of hype, come on. It's the Girl Labs, it's your boy Danny, it's your boy yeah. Dennis, we're inside. To get, we're trying to get views
1: inside. out here, inside. man. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to get people. Can get people. We
2: made it, though, we made it. We, we made, made it, it. <laughs> we made it, we made it.
0: Well, we made it. like, pilot episodes are always one of those ones, it's awkward, um, but it's also what you make it in itself, so, to be honest, you guys are going to have to bear with us, which we'll still try to figure this out, but... I'm sure we're going to have a lot of different things for everybody. So I guess we have got to do some introductions because people don't know who we are. They're just randomly three people on their screen or in their ears. If you're listening on all that, we're going to plug the platforms in a second. You know, we we like to do a bit of branding. So um, I guess we, who wants to go first?
1: I guess, um, youngest first, so that's me. Oh, it's not
0: for (laughs) the Oh, oh, old people. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm apologizing for my my push here after this this call. It's okay. It's fine. It's
1: fine. It's fine. So, um, I'll be, what what should I say? Um, um,
0: my name's Dan,
1: Danny. I go by many names though. Um, Danny Fantone, D Cooper. Um, I'm just a producer. That's it. I, I make beats in my room. Ableton. Pretty much, boom bap, hip hop, all that type of stuff. So, that's me. Pretty simple.
0: Yeah. That's not like a UMTV. That's not like a UMTV rap like production. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> you know man. We got <laughs> we got beats out here, boom bap. Whatever you got, man. You, you we, we got, we got yeah, man. Yeah, well, we will. We're on the publishing deal right now, but you know, you know, we're still doing it for the streets. I love, I love that <laughs> intro. That's that's a that's a that's nineties yo, yo. What were you about, man? Yeah, man. You know, I do a bit of production. I do, 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 it a bit of, do it a very, very kind of mellow. I, I like it. I like
2: it. Uh, I'll jump in then since we're going and you mm-hmm. know age and that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, my name is Lavz. That is L A V Z. I Ooh. am a musician, I am a performer, I am a writer. I'm recently a content creator. I'm in these streets just having fun online. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? Um but yeah, what I do mainly is rap, so hip hop, that is predominantly what I do, and I like to blend a lot of styles within my work. And yeah, looking forward to this podcast journey and where it goes, and yeah, what they what, what we have coming, and lastly, who do we have? Oh, I'm great. I'm, I'm just, I was hoping the, Yo, the, the, I the host
0: the host would get some, so you know, an intro. Like you know, I thought I thought everyone had forgotten about me, but no. well, I've, I don't know. I, I'm, I guess I'm many things. <laughs> um, I guess in terms of what I do, production, a little bit like making. You know, not a little bit. I've been 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 in these streets making some beats. Old mm. man music snob. Um, <laughs> that's that's part of that. You guys are kind of kind of get experienced that. But Dennis, Dennis is Dennis is it? Um, but don't be a menace is one well. I'm, try, I'm trying to keep it young. I'm still trying to be in denial of being 28. So um, I've decided oh. to to take an alias. You know, don't be a menace. I used to always get called uh, Dennis the menace in high school. So I thought you know, might as well spin that trauma into some positivity (laughs) there's there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with a little bit of that but yeah I do a little bit of everything um production really getting into a lot of things around kind of tech as well um so a lot of music tech type stuff with augmented Mm -hmm. reality virtual reality so we'll be talking a lot about technology in terms of how it affects music in this podcast as well um Mm -hmm. I guess it'll be a mix of different things you know like I guess we're, we're, we're all fans of music and, we, and some element of music is, you know, something that exists in our day to day lives like week by week. So this will be kind of a, a music podcast, but it will be about how music and life have so much connection together. So today's episode, you know, we'll be talking about influences in our lives and kind of words taking us to that. So just to give you a bit of an idea of like our personalities and who we are, mm-hmm. where we come from. But then we're going to be looking to kind of link that together in terms of how that meets influences in music for us in terms of artists in terms of albums. So it's going to be a mix of different things. And like I said, you know, we're going to be off to a shaky start, but we're going to figure it out. I mean, I, I hope you guys are laughing mm-hmm. already. you um, are
2: going to be all right.
0: We're going to be. A- <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're dropping Kendrick we bars already. Right. Well, that won't be the last time. That won't be the last time. I would. Be- <laughs> <be> <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, that's that's check the B side. You know, it's it's all about not just checking the B side of music, but also the check the B side of life. I mean, there's so many different mm. stories that we got, and different um, ideologies and, and, and ways in which we we kind of you know um, see things. You know, so it's, it'll be nice to kind of have. We've got young man DB Cooper changes his name like every, oh, every every it's all about
1: evolution, man. It's all about changing. Okay. It's all about changing the style. It was yeah. a nice
0: one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. The yeah. viewers they agree with me. They, bet, they agree.
0: With me. How many Twitter handles do you have? Do you have one every oh. week? Like literally, like just you like... have to
1: keep changing it up, man. Wow. You have to keep it.
0: The, the world's times. moving
1: fast. That's that's the that's the rule for like today's world, man. The you have to old... keep it. Keep moving it. I
2: have a question. <laughs> Why are you coming fast? Why are you coming exactly. first? <laughs> wow. You don't remember that meme?
0: Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. I'm old man, Dennis. I'm not supposed to know anything about me. Kind of I'm like with memes. the character. Look, I've got the I've got the jumps like the gumbo-looking hat with, looking like I'm going to play you guys some blues. i got... I'm trying to, like, literally, I'm wearing... I'm just... just I literally look like uh, Marvin Gaye when uh, the What's Going On album with this beard and Fred Hampton went to Cuba and came back with um, a... <laughs> Silky shirt and some hats. I'm just, I, I'm supposed to be the old man. I don't know why you guys are talking to me about me. What are memes. Like, what? What, what are exactly. you guys doing these days? You guys can't communicate. You know, I come from the the the, the midsummer dream Shakespeare type. You know, you know that's that's how I communicate. Anglo Saxon English. I don't know why you guys. Memes? What are these memes? What are you guys talking about? These and those. These
2: and those. <laughs> guys,
0: I'm, guys, I'm just playing a character. By the way, I'm about seventy years old. I like, can I'm, 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 I'm just just making just making sure. Um, so I don't, know, I don't know where were we? Where were we? We were
2: talking about. Guys, help me! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just giving them, giving them an introduction to who yeah, we are yeah. and what the podcast is about. Yeah. So I think at this point it would be cool to, you know, tell the people how we met, how this thing all came together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess virtually. I mean, it's quite interesting. This has been yeah. like the first um, scenario where I've kind of started a project or something with with people I've never met before in real life. Obviously, um, I guess. Danny, we met through a czar, was
3: it? Yeah,
1: it was some random, like, um, def, like FaceTime kind of app or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, just some random occasion. Like, randomly, I just went on it. So I met this guy, we were just taught music, doing mm. Bap and all that stuff. And he said, Oh, yeah, I'll teach you Ableton, Gave you know, did a little illegal, illegal <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa you're trying to
0: bring police to my house see, See? what happens, see guys, guys, all you Nigerians out there you guys need to help me out here, okay Like I'll be sabotaged, okay, we all know we're, we're all doing, I'm just listen saying. listen, listen, you see, I ain't even say that in it. he's already accusing me subconsciously of 419 See, like, like they, you I'm bring saying. in... Look, We don't even have a podcast 10 minutes already. You said, um, stay with your chest. And my Nigerian-ness is already being brought to questions. See, this is why Nigerian Garner. This, 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 there's going to be a lot of nigerian versus a questions out here, but all you Nigerians out there, you guys got to help me out. I I need backup. I need... I need. Look, even... even he asked, They They asked him, how did they meet me? He brings illegalness into it. I mean, what, what, what have I done to... Just, just my passport has got me in trouble already. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, that's true. Stressful times, mm. stressful times. Interesting though. That's that's actually it's good that you mentioned that. But I think it's crazy, isn't mm. it? Like how, yeah, you know, technology can connect people they've never met before. I think that's so amazing. Um, our parents, you know, like, you know, even before then, like if if they had something like this, I, I guess life would look really different. Um, yeah. in one mm. way, but then and also another way, I'm quite grateful they didn't because. In one way we would probably be mo not greater communication than we want yeah. in one tech. I feel like that's yeah. something with tech, but it's a it's a it's obviously a, a blessing in disguise, but also sometimes it can be a something that can, you know, stop stop you being able to just have a normal conversation with people outside of people that you don't know online. It's kinda of strange, yeah. isn't it? Like some people um, are more yeah. comfortable with talking to people on a virtual call than they are in, in real person. Like it's it's such a oh, yeah. it's, it's such a common thing now.
2: Mm. yeah i think that was a force though because even let's think way back in the day right msn was the thing mm. <laughs> that wasn't so much video but more the type in thing i mm-hmm. think that was big and i think yeah it's just evolved to this obviously because of circumstance people had to learn how to jump on this and <laughs> how do we not be on mute guys <laughs> when not on a video <laughs> call and stuff like that but i think even now like I, I dabble between introversion and ambivert. I'm an ambivert, so I'm here and there. <laughs> mm. But I think even I'm missing that. Even if it's in a coffee shop and there's two of us chatting or a few of us there, just that physical space is missing for me. But better days are coming. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> We're they, are indeed.
0: they are indeed.
2: Hopefully, yeah. none of you are ghosters.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, Do you know what? Do you know what revealed to me how bad lockdown is? Like, so I was so worried about this podcast, the lighting in this room. Because yeah. I've had calls before where people couldn't see the right hand side of my face. So I went um, to I went to the shop. I went to the shop to go buy a light. I swear to Like mm. buying a lamp a light is not an essential item. It is not an essential item. And I was like 20, Wait, hold on a second. Guys, listen, the gratitude, the internet can't see me like this, okay? Like I can't be looking half faced like I'm Trying to hide my put, per- I know I'm Nigerian and all that, you know. We're kind of you know, wow, wow, you know, dodgy wow. and stuff, but this cool. level of dodginess, it's not the internet is gonna roast me for it. So, I had to, I got this is what this is what I had to buy. This is the light I had to buy. This light is what is keeping me shining right now. <laughs> this is like something you going like some glow. What? So, something you couldn't, what is This, that? Is, is, this like- is a glow workman light. These people use this, like what miners use, mate. This is what mechanics. Using cars. Oh. This is how much I look like I'm some, some ghost story is setting. This is what's keeping me illuminated right now. Okay, like this no. is this is the struggle. Oh, this is you know, how bad. <laughs> this, man... this is what Boris has done to me. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm, I, I I'm like, this. how can I? Okay, I'm gonna put this away now because because I will put it in my face, you guys. Can... Actually, you can see me brighter that way. Oh God. No, this, there is you go. like,
2: got to...
0: this is this is we're getting worse. <laughs> my my own joke is flipping on me. Um, <laughs> so, so so yeah. I don't even know, but literally, I had to go. I'd look through every lamp I could find, mm. couldn't find it at all, and um, yeah, that's 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 how I got to the, to the lighting of this podcast. I was I was making sure, and then I had to go and buy some Poundland headphones to yes. to uh, make sure the, the audio was fine. You don't be laughing at you. Okay? <laughs> Times are hard. Okay,
2: education
0: post lockdown finances are looking good. Okay? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of rough. There, honestly. <laughs> so now i've got things that feel like you know where you go to the waitrose or the tesco bag to bag you to bag your groceries that's what these headphones feel like <laughs> oh, man. so i digress i am going to stop ranting <laughs> random oh, about no. random random things but uh laos how did you and danny meet
2: so i met through his mum has like a non-profit which was really cool mm. so mm just connected there and see you know it was very interesting what she was doing and then she was like oh my son does music I was like oh okay cool like and then she connected us and then found out he makes beats I was like oh, okay and then <laughs> dot to dot <laughs> I guess that's when that connection came Then all three of us just met so it was more Danny than Dennis so it's like okay all of us together you mm-hmm. guess on all on the same vibe we like the same kind of music And yeah, I think we just clicked and here we are, Um, had Bantam in the group chat, (laughs) which could have easily again developed to a podcast, which look at it now, it is, we're still just talking Mm -hmm. nonsense as usual, (laughs) but it works, so here we are, I'm I'm excited.
0: Yeah, that's cool, honestly, so I guess that's kind of the mixture of everything, like I I met Laz through Danny um, Mm -hmm. and me and Laz kind of like worked, we just had... Every Thursday, we would jump on the call and, and see what we could make in an hour, which was really, really cool. Um, yeah, and yeah, we've got some more heat for you guys. You know, the house got some heat. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. This this street, the streets aren't ready, man. This, the streets, it's like Jay Z um. said, streets is calling, girl. Like, it's this, it's, it's not, you're not ready. They ain't ready for this, man. You know, we, if this was back in the day where you had CDs, you'd not be able to put that CD in your pocket, it'd be too fire, man. It'd burn the whole house down. You like, know, we can't. <laughs> we got some new music for you guys. It's gonna be ooh! It's yeah. gonna have Birdman rubbing his hand like ooh! It's gonna be good. I'm 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 just saying. I'm just saying, guys. When I get excited, I I turn into a, a fake American. It's Nigerian, <laughs> you know. We just switch <laughs> personalities, saying. you know. Like we have to do. We have to keep the four one night like efficient. So we just have all wow. these like different personalities. We just switch back and forth. But you'll find out, you know. Please watching yeah. this. I don't. I don't. I don't have any. There's no. There's no, there's no I, just I have. I'm not a crime guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian Nigerian. You know. I'm just doing my own thing. I'm just. I'm, I'm an innocent guy. I'm innocent. The child again. of God. <laughs> no, really, yeah. I'm innocent. So, yeah. So yeah. Basically, we, me, me and Laz are working on music together, um, mm. consistently. And Danny, obviously, we've done some production stuff. Um, yeah, yeah as well mm. so this podcast is gonna be talking a lot we're gonna go we're gonna geek into all types of stuff you know like technique uh in terms of production you all young producers out there listen listen out. you get, get some mm. get some lessons you know we'll talk about you know your unnecessary uses of tape hiss these days We're we'll go, we'll go, we'll go <laughs> uh, people that can't mix vocals correctly we'll talk about you too you know, we talk about, okay, we'll get out, we'll get out, we'll get all this, you know, all the people out here, misusing 808s, don't know how to mix it with kick drums. We'll cover that, you good yeah, You just, you just annoyed a
1: bunch of people right now.
0: Man. Oh, don't worry, man. Don't worry. we teach teaching you. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, I had to learn how to mix somehow and someone had to be like this to me. This is just, <laughs> this is the truth. The first mix I did, they threw it away. They didn't even, they didn't even, the client didn't even come back to me. So, you know, young producers, this is, this is, this is, this is etiquette. We're going to teach you. So we'll talk about some plugins and what not having seven hundred plugins to do the same thing, like take piss. <laughs> um we'll talk about everything. But all you uh, everyone that's also not into music, this isn't just the music podcast, you know, we're gonna talk about yeah all sorts of different things. So we the podcast format will be talking about our lives and, and, and things that, you know, influence mm-hmm. us, but then there'll obviously be a lot around music because it is orientated towards that point. But we're trying to cater for everybody, you know. Nigerians, Ghanaians, oh, everybody. You know, we, we all, it's all love, all love, all love. Um, all, yeah. One of the things that's quite important is every podcast, you guys will get a playlist. Um, yes. And it's tailored mm-hmm. to you guys. So this week's podcast will be a playlist of um, all our influences. So in terms of artists, um, we won't do the album ones because you can go and listen to the album. It's outside me. <coughs> <coughs> mm, voice crack. Um, we can can all do. We're gonna edit that all out. <laughs> um, that was a deep. That was an old man Dennis cough right there. That's that's a, that, that's a working too hard all week type cough right there. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna talk about that. So I guess let's kick off, man. Like, um, yeah. So actually, let me go back. Plug Plugging. Uh, so every week we'll have a li- um a link to a playlist. Um, and basically that will give everybody a little treat, you know, just to give you guys an idea of what we we're talking about. So the playlist can consist of all different types of things. Um, so what, some episodes that we have coming up is, do we have um, a social responsibility with the way in which um, tech has affected music? So we might be talking about some techniques that exist in music that like in terms of, let's say, so for example, the introduction of auto-tune, you know talking about, like, making a mm-hmm. playlist that has been influenced by all which artists have been influenced by, for example, I mean, he's gone a bit crazy recently, Mr. Yeezy, um, 808s and Heartbreaks, things like that we'll be talking about. So you'll get a specific playlist every episode. So subscribe to us for that. You know, we're putting in time for this.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, <yeah. laughs> so, all for you guys. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, um yeah. So who's going to kick us off with influences? Like, let's talk about life. Let's talk about life.
2: i'll jump in i'll jump in. okay all right okay cool um so yeah it's it's really a lot you know um i'm definitely a spiritual person so i would say like my spirituality has influenced me a lot just Mm -hmm. in terms of my perspective of life and yeah just something that brings me comfort something that just keeps me going (laughs) along my journey and it's nice to draw strength for something outside of myself so that's one of my influences, mm. for sure. Um, so when you I talk about spirituality,
0: do... are you are talking, like, in terms of, like... Because spirituality has just evolved into so many different evolved. things these days. There's so many branches. There's some people <laughs> that I'm just like, I saw what you did on Saturday night and you were spiritual. Uh, this just <laughs> does not work for me. I don't understand. Yeah, this. Yeah. Con- con- mm. So where does that stem from? Is that from, like, upbringing? Is that from, like... How how does mm. that gel? Like, where do you know
2: what the generic answer would be upbringing but i think when you when you're brought up that way some people it's either i was forced to do it so then it's like you know what <laughs> i'm not feeling it but i think mm-hmm. for me definitely let me just say my branch of it as well so i definitely identify as a christian mm-hmm. so i have a relationship with god i'm not religious um i have a relationship with god me and jesus full tight mm-hmm. i pray i do what i need to do mm-hmm. um so yeah it's something that's just become my own and something that does influence my music as well so Mm. um, I guess when I get into my musical influences you'll hear me go a bit deeper into that but Mm. in terms of my writing there is always like a at least a twofold message in there Mm. so that has influenced just yeah general life and music and I think the type of stuff I take in music-wise as well. Like, I like stuff with a message. I think that's what kind of pushed me into this side of <laughs> the music spectrum, like yeah. listening to stuff with a message because I like things that build me up and, you know, maybe teach me something or I'm not always listening to deep stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> Even if it's upbeat, it's something that I can vibe to and not feel, oh, I'm actually getting insulted in here low-key, but I'm still dancing. No. <laughs> Let's that's be real. That's basically every 90s
0: hip-hop track, basically. <laughs> It's just exactly. like, I love, <laughs> like literally every night is hip hop track of just like, well, you know the beat's quite cool. Uh, yeah, uh, we we'll give him a bit of a pass. He talked to, talked to, Frank, and yeah. We'll just, uh, yeah, yeah. One, one. You know, I'm just trying to think of artists that that've got away with that for the most. Does anybody think of that? artists that, that literally are like? I was gonna go our Kenny route, but we don't want to get cancelled already. Um, no, look at, his name I, just, I mean, but I'll Kelly at least. Wait, wait. This is going to sound controversial, but listen, 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 listen. Okay, okay. You sure? I I I, hey, I listen. All you guys on Twitter, come at me. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> is you guys come at me. I've had a conversation with him before as well, and they don't even talk to me anymore after saying this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, R. Kelly, right, okay, okay, listen. For the most part, for the most part, we didn't even know what R. Kelly was saying. Like, can we all can we all agree that we didn't even know what R. Kelly was saying? And R. Kelly was dropping, I know was dropping all I this stuff. The- all this stuff. And you guys were all singing R. Kelly until the fire came. You guys were mm-hmm. all singing. You're all buying Kelza's album. You're all looking for collabs and dropping. Like let's let's not be let's be honest. You were all like not seeing the, <laughs> the subliminals. Until everybody, until I Kelly got caught recently, yeah. then yeah. everybody became Inspector Clue and started putting yeah, yeah. the, the, the puzzles together. Okay, let's let's be honest. I Kelly has some baggers, Okay, some some, some karaoke. He does,
2: but I can't even do karaoke, now. I can't do karaoke. Well, no, I can't do karaoke no more.
0: This is this Na- is how No, much, you
2: can This is how much is me. <laughs> I
3: no.
0: Kelly. Kelly used no. to be like used to hit all the Al Kelly ad libs. You had all the ad libs that were coming in there, like. Come on now, let let's be let's let's be for real. Pre pre twenty when did R. Kelly did, did the, the surviving Kelly thing come out? Uh,
2: like, what, 2016 2017 Yeah, but say around
0: one that time. Okay, so pre that that point, right? Pre pre that point, before R. Kelly got mm. cancelled I, I guarantee you in a lot of people that were listening to R. B. in the nineties, they had R. Kelly cassette tapes in their house. They had not mm-hmm. even CDs, they had cassette tapes in their house. Okay yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> Before before that happened, I I'm just that. saying. I'm just saying. Let's all cut our coats to to to, to equal measure. Okay, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, I'm using the all. To, 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 yeah, oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: I'm I not, hear that, though. I, I hear that. I'm not. But un- ever... mm. Sorry, go
0: mm. on. I was gonna say I'm not R. Kelly's defense lawyer, by the way. So please don't don't sue me. I don't I don't have anything <laughs> to do with Robert, Mr. Robert Kelly. I do not defend or condone it. anything that you did. I just thought mm. you wrote some dope music at the time and course, that's how talented. that's my statement and that's what i'm stated to That's, that, 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 that's it.
2: Uh, this is probably following on from what you said it's probably something to bring up in the social responsibility mm. um podcast in terms of separating the art from the artist and where mm. how that thing works because i guess that's a bit similar to what you were saying um from another, another side of things yeah but yeah, that it's a tr- it's a true point. I will say you've made some points. <laughs> points are made. Points are made. A hundred percent. We'll come um, back.
0: We'll co- We'll come back to Mister. K- well, no, maybe not so much. We'll give her a couple of weeks. Let let's 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 give her a couple of weeks. Let 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 the let's do what the the newspapers do. You know, you know. Let 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 the, the the heat die down a little bit, and then and then we'll we'll talk. But we'll talk about some controversy. Actually, we'll have a controversy in music episode. You guys have got that to look forward to. Ooh. Uncle Dennis yes. will be going going. Mad. <laughs> I'm mean, a Dennis. Will never be able to log on the internet anyway. But I, I don't use the. I'm an old man. I don't use the internet anymore. So it's it's, it's fine. It's okay. It, 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 works. It, it works. Okay. You'll find the
2: message in the bottle in your area. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh. oh! my God! Please don't cast me. By the way. <laughs> Yeah, um, but do. sorry labs I actually interrupted you you had something else that you were yeah, adding no so I've
2: got yeah I've got two more points and I'll just let y'all I'll definitely say as well like outside of music just writers so mm. people like Morrison nice. people like Octavia Butler and Audrey Lord like I really like again just empowerment it's nice to have mentors in a sense that you know you see yourself represented in and you know really I can just um What's the word? They let me see that things are possible in certain spaces and how you can make an impact, mm. um, stand up for what you believe in and being yourself and not feel like you need to change anything about yourself to get where you need to get to mm. um, and get bring change for the people. You're doing it for others. It's always like a intergenerational responsibility, which I, I do admire. Um, Yeah, and then lastly, I would say, like, parents in terms of embracing my heritage, let's be real, guys. Back in the day... I don't know if your schools did this, but it was Africans versus Caribbeans. I'm just, when we look back, it's like, it's so dry.
0: You're <laughs> supposed to be a peaceful
2: one. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> this was it. But I say, not in terms of the beef, <laughs> but I embrace it, like not being ashamed of it. Like a couple people, Man. if you were African, people would say, oh no, I've got like 1% um, Jamaican in me. It's just like, guys, you don't have to lie. You don't have to do this. <laughs> but oh, now wow. it, was, was it was like that. Yeah, oh. people were really like denying. People were
0: denying yeah. jollof
2: Rice. <laughs> Wow. The of fries, the line skin tones. Oh. Before it was, all mm. oh, public, now it's chocolate. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, actually, no, 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 no. I remember <laughs> this, this, is the whole freshy thing, wasn't it? The whole, it was. yeah, that yeah, was. yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember um, Danny's a young one. You didn't have to go through these struggles. No, nah, still, no, nah, still. <laughs> it, it still that happens,
2: happens. Yeah. to this day. No, I, sec- <laughs> I
1: was in secondary school. <laughs> it did happen.
2: Oh, wow. Really? If it were like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow goodness it's shameful man it's... but I, you were I... young you were young but it's like no guys <laughs> it was actually so silly <laughs> wow it was so silly so parents uh, yeah, parents yeah.
0: sorry we're gonna digress into 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 stuff like like uh we'll talk about you know we got another episode about people faking it you know the, about about you know i'm i'm two percent um puerto rican and that, that makes me more <laughs> diverse because ancestry.com said i am so really? now now i got previous rights to to say I can cook plantain and beans. This is a specific example of someone who's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, Ancestry.com said I'm 3%, so, you know, I can make plantain and beans. I'm like, you could have done that anyway. Like, why do you need the compliment? I had a friend like that. This is a white friend. They're like, yeah, you know, like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to meet my Hispanic roots. So I'm going to start eating. I'm going to eat. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't didn't even question that. Why did you... What's what, oh what? yeah? People are random, uh, but anyways, okay. I'm not gonna go into old man ranting and digressing as you as you were saying, parents. Sorry,
2: yeah. So, in, in facing the heritage, I'm Ghanaian, but owners of the correctly made and finest Jollof rice. Oh, no,
0: oh god, this is, see, see. the see, black see. Um, Oh man, I mean, I have to
1: agree, this,
0: I... this. yeah. You're Ghanaian, of course, you're gonna agree. What, what are you talking about? You, you're trying, yeah, of course, Nigerians, Nigerians. <laughs> You guys need to come. You need to come out full of your whole foot. This is this was our it. our thing. You know, before yeah. they stole it from us, this was our thing. Okay? This uh, is why this is why in the 80s we had to tell Ghana Ghana had to go. This is why. This yeah. is the reason why you look at history books. He even awesome make, hey listen, Nigeria even named a bag after him. it's called Ghana Moscow. It's like a blue and red bag. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: come on now, come on guys! Wow, well, the, the I came over with the facts. <laughs> Fake, news. Fake
0: news. Oh wow!
2: Oh, yeah, that's it for me. Non music influences. I'll pass it over to I'm, one of you I
0: was, uh, I was, uh, guys, Garniers. I love you. By the way, please don't, don't come after me. I'm just, I have to, I have to justify everything I say at the end of this. Like it's a joke. It's a joke. That's the, that's what 2021 is these days. You have to don't put come- it. It's, it's a joke joke tagline at the end before, you know, all the other things happen after. So yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Daddy. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I mean, my influences are simple really. Parents, my parents, my mum, definitely. Like
0: oh.
1: growing up when I was a kid, like I had some kind of tough times. Oh. But my mum, like, I always see her just she was working so hard for us. Like me and my brother. Oh. Like when we were like kind of struggling with stuff. And like I just take after her like I mean if you see her man, she's like labs even knows it's like she just yeah, yeah awesome. she's just she's like so like just on it and stuff. So I try and like obviously kinda of, like copy that and like put my like do anything I do like I try and like just do it how she does it and like, how she's seen she's done it before and so like definitely like my mom. Like, that's like one.
3: Aww, that's I know awesome. my
1: mom's boy, my mom's boy.
0: Sad. My no. mum
1: boy. That, that,
0: brought. <laughs> no. bro. Oh, that, that that makes me feel like gotta, How, how can I come up with like, that I can't top <laughs> that now. I like, don't. Not that it's even topping it, but now I'm just like, how am I gonna? How am I going to second to to, to 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 that point. Um, influences, I guess, for me, uh, I've always liked people that like are not afraid of being able to change things, and. Um, mm and not afraid of being able to go against the grain. Now, now that's now a new thing being, being like in terms of Mm. people, it's actually, no, 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 it's the opposite. Everybody is like now trying to have a certain like linear way of living or image that everybody wants them to see as because of the way social media works. You know, everyone wants to have a certain image, a certain thing nobody wants to be different. If you, if you're trying to be different or trying to be you, even if you are different, in terms of how you see the world, um, you're still thinking about the parameters of how everybody else sees it and trying to still work in line with that. So I've always been influenced by people that have always been um, not so much just controversial, not in an anarchy way, but like in a way that's like, this is who I am, and I don't care if you accept it or run with it, but this is who I am, and I genuinely can't be any different in that respect. Um, I'd probably say the biggest, like, influence in terms of how that would be, I'd say from a from a personal standpoint, I have to say it's like my general fa- like extended family in general, um, particularly mm-hmm. like my aunties and my mum. Like, they um, are probably the most stubborn people I've ever met in my life. I still love them, <laughs> but they are like the most stubborn people and set in their ways about how they mm-hmm. see the world. Um, and I respect it because, in one way, it, we, we don't jail, Like it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work because mm. I'm the complete. Like I'm 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 different in that way of going against the grain than they are. If that sure. if you understand what I'm saying. Um. But I, that's what I've taken from them as an influence. So that kind of it's it's strange because it's a different approach. So I'm very vocal. I'm very extrovert. I like to speak what's in my mind and I am fairly stubborn about certain things. And they are the same, but their approach of it is completely different. So they're raw regimented. They have a system. They have no other way of things, seeing things outside of that system. So it's almost like kerosene and I'm using kerosene because that's all we used to use in Nigeria is kerosene and lamps. <laughs> it's kerosene and fire. So in one way, like as much as I don't like it in some regard, like I don't agree with a lot of it. I still respect it because that's a huge part of why I am the way I am is their influence in terms of the way I, you, I was seeing the world. They were very, very out there in terms of what they felt and very specific and very strict about it. And, mm-hmm. I went against the grain of that and became different to that. But in that sense, I still respect that that needed to happen for me to be who I am today. So, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Like my like all the female influences in my life, like my mum, my aunties, very strong people, very much mm-hmm. about themselves as to like who they are and not letting anything kind of change that, even though I didn't agree with it. <laughs> but But that's a whole different kind of, Kind of um, think, but it's also kind of worked into how I live my life as well. It's like I try and think of working and associating with people that are them, you know, and are comfortable with being them. And if I find that someone has been no disrespect, basic, <laughs> okay, okay, um, and has the same kind of, but you know, you get these people that just don't even care about not caring about anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they go through life mm-hmm. without even thinking. If you talk to them about life, they say you're being too deep. I'm like, what life are you living? What life are you living? Like, yeah, you you say, oh, you know, you and you, you analyze life too much. I'm like, that's what it's supposed (laughs) to be. You're supposed to analyze your life. You're not supposed to live your life like magnolia paint. Like that's you just literally. What what
1: was the thing you said? You said, um, oh, they live like people like algorithms, like.
0: Exactly. This is that was a so, deep. We're going to so deep. So talk something about that. Like our lives are oh. built by algorithms, and <laughs> it, I, we're gonna. This is our, like some like old left conversation. It's not. But the truth is, people do live their life like an algorithm. If you think about the way you wake up every day, an algorithm decides when you look at your phone, when you do whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. you do. So people are now, in the sense, more inclined to live in an algorithm way. They. Mm-hmm are looking mm. at life like a way of, like, a spreadsheet or a forecast. Even if you go into the way in which people associate with different people now, it is like the way a computer would. A computer is always going to look at different things that it's going to want to happen. If mm. if it needs a specific output that it's been asked to do, it will do that. And now human beings live like that. Human beings, like, don't aren't, don't even care about, like, whether they have a certain specific type of style that is them. Whether it looks corny or not, or whether it looks great or bad or or good, that's you. But people are so much in the space of, like, you know, I'm this because this means that. Because I'm a vegan, that means I'm a compassionate, nice person. And I care about people. (laughs) And this is the influence about because I eat this differently to this. I'm like, bruh, 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 listen, listen. Listen, just because you don't eat meat, I saw what you were doing on Friday night. That, That was not vegan. That was... That's it, there's no... These people living behind the lack of you eating meat and acting like as if you are some saint and you look at me with my jello of rice and meat and you're looking at me like some... Judging me. Some, wow. some carnivore, like, just just not seeing meat in seven days. Like, that, that to me, those people that judge people, judge people in their mind because they make yeah. decisions, those people I feel sorry for because... Sorry, I'm going on old my rat now about the society and the world these days. But you are living an algorithmic life. And unfortunately, you haven't seen anything outside of that to make you think like, oh, actually, there's anything different. And that's what worries me is that that's normalcy now. There's normalcy to not like um, be worried about what you actually enjoy doing. Like everything else Mm -hmm. is kind of like determined for you or, Mm -hmm. you know. That's, that's just the, that's, that's one of the deepest things to me. Like people don't care about thinking anymore about thinking about how they live or thinking about who they are. Like they don't understand that, 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 that stuff doesn't have any value anymore because there's no consequence for not being that way. There's no consequence for yeah. you can yeah. live a Magnolia basic lifestyle and not be judged about it. And that's fine. And that's great. You know, in one way it's good, but in all ways it's, it's terrible. Because then the things like art, music and fashion, these things are expressions of a, a human emotion being and being you. And if you don't know who you are or you're too mm-hmm. scared to be who you are because of social media influence or because you know, you're know you worried about how your yeah. friendship circle is going to perceive you or how your family is going to perceive you, mm-hmm. then you're just, you're not living life. Man. Life isn't, you know, people didn't struggle for freedom and give you the influence of choice to be able mm-hmm. to just not use it and when you bring stuff up like this everyone's like oh man you know why'd you have to be like that why'd you have to
2: <laughs> anyways i'm gonna stop that's because right. my mouse is <laughs> clipped
0: and now there's a right click button on the screen it's gonna show on the video so <laughs> 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 moving forward guys um yeah. so yeah that's the that i, I don't know why I'm, I'm hugging up all the time i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry Nigerians, we do this all the time, you know, we'd, we'd just be hugging up time for no reason. Um, <laughs> <this is> so... <laughs> wow. Um, where were we? Well, I went around about life and, and people and influences, but that's that's, that's basically it. My, a lot of the female influences in my life definitely shaped me being extroverted and talking a lot and that stuff, and I feel like yeah, just not being resistant to change is a very important thing. For me, anyway, and that that that's how I've always lived. It's like trying to be progressive and move forward, you know.
2: But yeah, nice, mum. Nice, nice. Defo good to. I like what you said about you know just allowing room. You can't be so tightly wound and knit in in life, as you said. Like changes, it's gonna come anyway, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Mm. Change, change happens. Things move. Seasons come and go. So definitely some nuggets, man. It was good to hear from you both um, your influences and what has shaped you in a non-musical sense. Mm. And let's segue into artists that have now influenced you. We'll right, we go,
0: we go with the youngest one. We'll give the youngest one a bit of influence because, you know, you are going to name some people uh, we've never heard of. So let's give us some time. We need to salivate and I, wait. Go, 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 go for it, younger. Come on. Let
1: me Let me just tell the people that, uh, you know... I've I've been producing for about about a year now. About a year and a half. So not you know, it's a decent amount of time but not too long.
0: Don't do so... that. Don't do that humble <laughs> stuff. That's that, the, that. That. that's that's that don't don't, <laughs> don't 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 do that. We just talked about being yourself <laughs> I just, I just 20 to seconds it, you know? ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't interrupt <laughs> you anymore. I'm just saying do don't 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 break the don't 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 cement the <laughs> the, the, it. the you conversation got it. You got with it. a bit of hum let me just give them a bit of humbleness it's like that it's like that rye bread sandwich you know you know it's gonna be dry but you're gonna just give someone the perception that a rye bread <laughs> sandwich has peanut butter on it and some bananas wow. and because I'm That's on a true. diet with rye bread because you just said peanut butter and bananas I'm gonna be okay <laughs> with it it's a rye bread sandwich, okay? Like, it doesn't change anything. That's the that is okay. the food contextualization of what you just done. Okay,
3: uh, uh, okay. Now all right.
2: That re-introduce, reintroduce, it. it. Re-introduce,
0: reintroduce it, spice it up. Come rim. on, give us, give us some, give us a movie cuts, right. man. Get, give kick, us, give spice. us something. Spike Lee can work with. Come on, let's go, let's go. All right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay, you
1: know. I'm I'm finding the sound. So I've been listening to a lot of different different music. So. Mm. At the moment, I've been I'm really into um, like Detroit, the Detroit Motor City kind of scene. So I've been listening to a lot of Detroit house music, and um, like I don't know if anyone knows, like uh, heard of Moody? Have any of you guys heard of Moody Man? Oh, um, I've heard of
0: Moody Man. Labsinger like Moody Bad. <laughs> like, hey, yes. No. Labsinger. Moody oh, so Man funny. music is dope, but Labs he's a he's like yeah. misogynist that there is. Moody Bad Moody Man went to an interview with Red Bull Music. Red Bull Music. <laughs> he had seven women with him, right? And they were in the same bed and they were doing an interview to keep that, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: just for the music. And,
1: Remember, and, the artist from the music
0: are and, the same.
2: I think pieces are being this written. Is the worst
0: part. <laughs> Moody Man said that that NPC, I'm his pimp. The NPC that I'm using, it's I'm, I'm, I'm its pimp. That's, that's oh how he described babe. being on the NPC. Moody Man, I love you. You got nice too dreads much. and shit, but <laughs>
2: too much going on there.
0: I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm being a bad podcaster that I've interrupted you twice. The people are probably mad at me right now, they're probably annoyed like who's this guy. Sorry, please please do carry on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I will shut up. I will I will a bit hype right please. now. Episode one, pilot one, I'm I'm feeling good. But yeah, 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 please carry on. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So uh, let's say let, let's let's go away from Moody Man, but Moody Man.
0: No, 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 no I do talk uh, about okay. Moody Man. He's got some great music. Sorry. Oh, uh, uh, interviewing was... skills, but but great music. But yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, uh, Moody Man. Um, this guy called DJ Dez Nice. Um,
0: Dez Andres.
1: Yeah, Dez Andres. Yeah, um, yeah, that's dope. Really, so. I had to. Guys oh my listen. God, he's going! All right, we guys.
0: Guys, when we pull stuff out on the podcast, remember we have to describe it for all your listeners because someone okay, So, oh, basically, got... Danny, what have you I'm got? Gonna... Yeah, um, D- uh,
1: DJ um my basic vinyl. Uh, I like I, I,
0: copies. Ooh, y- he's got a vinyl. Thing. Like, see, like, okay, or right, are you impressing yes, an no? old man now? I'm not yes. I'm like, he's got wax physical copies. Let me get it. Buying, buying his own music, physical copies. Gosh. So, You're going to become like me, man. you got to be careful. Yeah, you guys see it? Oh, very nice cover.
1: So, yeah. And it's like, I'm not bragging, but, you know, on Discord, because I took the only one in UK, so I'm sorry, guys. You have to stream it. Ooh, me.
0: <laughs>
1: you have bit, to stream
0: That's it. a bit rude, isn't it? I could tell. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're gonna just take the early cup. Uh, yeah. One of those people. He's uh, gonna, gonna put on eBay for 95 99 next week. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know how much it costs?
0: How much? Yes. Oh, I'm bad at records yes. like House and stuff. Hip hop records are easy. Uh, 65. 85. No, not, not, off, not off. Not bad. Not bad. That's Same cool. That's, <laughs> is that a 12 or a...
1: Like, yeah, it's uh, a twelve. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, DJ Dez, Um, I've definitely, definitely listened to that like, Andrews album because, like, if you like so House... music, you, you
0: got to describe this stuff to the guys because you know, like, not everybody's music or not everybody knows who these artists. Yeah. are. So, like, what about the sound of Detroit house music? Makes you f- made you kind of feel like, oh, you know, this is this is the type of music that I really want to, you know.
1: I re- I really like the um the vibe it has so it's a lot of the music is very bass kind of heavy mm. but the way they mix the bass is very um it's, it, it's it's like really um i don't know it's like very warm to that like, well for me it's like warm to my ears like mm. i can feel it
3: mm.
1: and like the movement of it mm. and then also how they like have the soul like because normally it's really like they do a lot of soul chops or kind of like kind of like Ethereal kind of um, samples and stuff like that, and I really like what they do with it. Mm. Then, type of instrumentation they use, like the percussion and stuff like that. Mm. It's really just it just it gets me in a mood. Like you know how you just get in a mood when you listen to some t- sort of music. Like for me, like
0: just listen what type to, of mood that, does it make? What, what like what does it make? You? I feel like a therapist right now. Like, well, how does this make you feel? Um, so, I, okay. I, like, how, like sonically, like, what does it do, like, in terms of, like, so, for example, like, you know, when people listen to, you know, not Detroit House, like, while you look like, like, I'd say, not not, not bagging anybody right away, um, a lot of, like, commercial house music, you know, yeah. people love that music because of the rhythms are so repetitive that, you know, it kind of almost puts them in this trance, like, scenario. So, <clears throat> what like in terms of is it instrumentation it's because obviously it's house music Instru- it's instrument it's like an instrument yeah. so there's, there's no vocals and things but it's mm. quite interesting like is it what type of mood do you feel with house like is it what is it like, in general this no, house like the,
1: the troy house i just feel it's at ease
0: okay i, I you know
1: I'm a, I'm a uni student so <laughs> you know life's a bit stressful <laughs> so like I just go into my room, put on my, my record and then just listen and it just puts me in that easy mode, easy, just mood. And just like, makes my mind just wander off. Like, mm. it's not, it's like, it's hard to explain, but it's like, I, I, I'm think just, easy. I,
0: I get what you're saying. I think with Detroit, one of the things that's quite interesting is because it's such a mechanical city. It's called the motor, like because of how much like old man Dennis yeah. facts, by the way, the motor city, by the way. Um, because it's so like that, like Ford had their big factories in there, and the people that were making a lot of that kind of music come from that type of environment where what you're experiencing to them in Detroit is literally there's, the sun barely ever comes up. It's either like dusk or it's, it's winter and it's cold and everything is mechanical and everything moves slow and everything is kind of. And what you're listening to is the environment. A lot of mm. the guys that came up in that scene, May eh, and, and Drez Andres, comes from. A lineage of great house producers, like in terms of when you listen to some of the things that he kind of was influenced by beforehand, you could definitely tell. Like what you're feeling is where this hat was, what they came from in Detroit. Detroit mm-hmm. is such a mechanical city; it's so like, I guess it's like it's almost like a machine. Like it's like it's like a really depressing Germany. That's the best way to think about it, because Germany, Germany, German house is like that, but maybe more up-tempo, and, like, they have techno and all this kind of other things, but Detroit Mm. House is so moody. Like, it's so, like, I'm just going through life and, you know what, that's what it is. That's what Detroit House, Mm. but in a a very expressive way, like, um, it's just beautiful music. I I love it, personally. I'm just relating Mm. to you, like, and Mm. a lot of the producers that we'll get into, you know, they really took that influence of how, and Detroit, for me, is one of the, like, most, under like they have they're like it's one of the most so, underrated places for producers yeah, so. like if you see it. Mm. like Dilla Black Milk no. um what's his what's his face um Wajid if you don't know Wajid it's mm. incredible incredible um producer Wajid um very underrated like um, I'm wearing a Wajid type hat today. He wears little pork <laughs> pie hats like this. So shout out YG. I don't know if you ever listen to this, but if you ever do, you know i, I message him music, MPC oh. 2000, everything. But um, wajid like if there's a plug that anybody wants to go and listen to Detroit House, um, I, I I think and obviously Theo Parish, um, Theo, oh, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> Theo <laughs> Parish, um, Kyle Hall. There's a guy called Kyle Hall. He's the new. <laughs> that's the new Detroit House stuff. That's the guy. Okay. Kyle Hall is incredible. Um, Kyle Hall came from... is like the new... I'd say he's not a new artist, but definitely is a guy that really took a lot of that influence from all those artists that you've just mentioned, Drez Andres and those guys. Kyle mm-hmm. Hall is incredible as well. But one thing I love about Detroit house music is it's so musical. Like, yeah. the guys mm-hmm. are playing the chords... They understand how to tune the synths correctly. They know what sounds make what type of emotions. That's where they're from, Is from machines. So that's why they're so technical. And that's why their music sounds so different to any other part of America. It's because you can't make that music if you're not from Detroit. I don't think you can. It's just got that. Wow. It's just got something to it. It's just, I, I genuinely yeah, say, I said it's, de- it's a depressing Germany. But really, that's, that, that's it. That's the only kind of. Um, Way, but um, Laz, do you listen to any house in general?
2: Um, do you know what here and there? But I'm not. I'm not into deep cuts. I guess with house, who would I say is house? What's his name? Um, is it Shift Key? That's kind of housey. Mm. But that's his. Just- Probably as far as I've really gone, disclosure aren't really house, but I think they're older stuff. they were kind uh, yeah, yeah. of in and out of it, but not
0: i I know what you're saying. I know, I know. You know,
2: that kind of is a bit of a grey area. I could definitely hear the house influences, but for me personally, um I only like house when it has a lot of soul, soulful calls because yeah. then yeah, the repetitive mm. of it. <laughs> the, the repetitiveness i'm spitting bars it's too much for me i get bored mm. it's like no i've heard this i can only cut shakes <laughs> for so long and nothing new is coming in or going out it's like no <laughs> not for me
0: <laughs> yeah i used to be like that with house music i won't lie i was anti house like i i grew up when house with house when i, was, I grew up with house like, house got introduced to me when everybody does listen to house we should just go mm. out on a friday night when they're Top man, white t-shirt, and come back with makeup on it, and wearing skinny jeans that barely could fit them, and talking about how awesome of a weekend they had. And then I listened to the music I listen to, and I'm like, why are you listening to this at six o'clock in the morning? Why? <laughs> like, I don't need to wake up to house music. Like, that's the kind of those are my like old house stuff, I was just like, guys, they made me hate house music. I didn't have, I didn't know anything about you know Larry Heard or any anybody. I didn't, I didn't know anything about. Detroit house but once I took a step back like you guys I think that's one of the things is like then you kind of start to pick it apart and start to say oh actually it's not just buts, 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 buts. there's a lot of chords it's a lot of changes you have to if you're going to make a track for 15 minutes and people are going to mm. listen to it you better know what you're damn doing with timing mm. and stuff so mm. I hear you like I used to be anti-house I'd be like don't you dare put no house record oh. on in my party don't you dare. But unless it's
2: old, old Azealia Banks. Do you know mm. what? She would have done some things for oh. me if. if, if uh, it's, yeah. I think too many She's behind the scenes things happen, but on house, she was yeah. killing it. Like mm. she was doing yeah. it. Yeah. I would say her flow on that, dangerous. 1991? Mm. No one was talking to Azealia Banks, like flowing on mm. house. That's the only section. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. It's. Nah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I, like, have to say, like, for me, it's either Detroit House. But to be fair, like, I'm going mm. to do have to do a playlist on House, actually. There is a yeah. new collective um, in Germany. Um, shout out to a guy called Glenn Astro and a guy called Max Grave. Um, underground artists. Yeah, we, we, we're about the underground mm. artists over here, by the way. People, nobody heard of. Check the B-side is where you come in and you go and play your DJ set. and You're playing this stuff and everybody's thinking that you're underground. If you want to find out the <laughs> underground guys, this is where you need to be at. You know, you want you want to find out some secret playlists. All you hipsters out there, listen to this podcast because we're gonna be <laughs> dropping gems. They're gonna be making your friends look like as if you went and digging for records, but really you got the information from here. So just you just, you. You just you. make sure you give us a little shout out when you do your DJ set and you've taken all right. the stuff that we've mentioned on this podcast and gone off and made a playlist with it. I'm just saying, give credit, you know. But Max Graves, Glenn Astro. Germany mm. um those guys are insanely good they mix house music with neo soul and um, yeah yeah they oh. have there's this guy oh, oh man, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. going to Germany there's this is guy called um there's this is a guy called Wayne Snow so this this is the craziest juxtaposition of an artist i've ever heard the guy has mm. a he's got like a south african french accent he's singing over neo soul house I've never heard of artists. Mm-hmm. Wayne Snow is an album called Freedom TV. Go and listen to it. It's incredible. It's Match Grave on the album. It's Glenn Astro. Freedom TV tw- came out in 2017. Nobody listening to it. I don't know, it's got like 1,000 views on YouTube. It should be a million, in my opinion. It's a beautiful <laughs> album. It's, it's expression mm. is it's everything. I'm trying to sound like their manager right now, but for real. <laughs> Go go pick that stuff up. That stuff will change your life. <laughs> like for real. Oh, <laughs>
1: oh That's true. Go,
0: oh, go listen. Go listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> Freedom TV. Wait, Snow is the album. I've got the vinyl here. It's right next to me. I go. I pull it out. Me. You know, maybe on another episode, I'll talk about it. I'll bring it out as one of the records that I slept on. Beautiful album. Um, <laughs> and it's like it's like D'Angelo singing on a house. <laughs> that's the best way to think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sorry, I had to say that. I had to plug. I had to plug. I had to, to plug. Where you snow right? I had to. I had to. I had to do it. But that's cool, honestly. Danny, so are you thinking like house is going to be something that you know yeah. it's going to influence what you're going to be making? Because obviously you said earlier you're making boom Bap and you're kind of, Are you thinking that yeah. house is going to be something? At the beautiful? moment,
1: even today, I can I've done a track. Well, I did a track that was inspired. That's been inspired. So <laughs>
0: mm.
1: yeah, like my kind of my style is evol- evolving right a bit. And like, it's becoming a bit more housey influence, but I'm not going to bring back. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm not leaving you. I'm, right, I'm still, right, you're
0: going to I'm break still... up. You're gonna have to break up a bit better than that, man. You can't. Do... <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: still here. I'm still staying, but it's like, I want to do, I, I, it might be a mad live move.
0: Oh my God. First oh, here we go again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you guys will know I'm a big mad We're going to talk about that, man. Oh, we're going to talk about that, man. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, good, just, do, and, although do, his do new it. album is fire, I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't lie, but it's because Fortek did it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about, about Madlib. I love Madlib. Don't get me wrong. I, I love his music. I got a bunch of Madlibs. I got an album on Madlib called DJ Rails. Check it out. You'll love it. It's broken beat house music sound like someone else produced it for him but no, 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 let's <laughs> j- i love just I love Madlib, I love Madlib, you got so many different aliases but sorry, you were saying like um about it's so it's changing the way you're seeing production, are you doing certain things differently, like how you approach more, it now
1: I'm becoming, a, I feel like I'm becoming a bit more, well I'm trying to be a bit more like, musical, so actually like composing kind of more stuff, mm. like brushing up on my chords my music theory and all that stuff rather Ooh. than just you know just like chopping samples all the time but then i'm also incorporating like my chops as well like with my production like with my compositions and all that stuff
0: so you're saying that like how's yeah. like you can learn how to play on the keys and stuff yeah okay
1: and also like drumming and stuff like i've also been listening to a lot of chris dave as well
0: Ooh. um that's dangerous so, by the way. That's that's you should, that's illegal. You can't that that you can't Chris, I, <laughs> Chris Dave is not there's Chris Dave is not human. I'm just He's saying just, we need to find out what Chris Dave eats and drinks every day because um I just don't think human beings should be able to drum that well. That's not if human. I could
1: get if I could get two percent Two
0: percent, of his... you're not worthy of two percent. Zero point five. <laughs> that's, that's as much wow. as, as you could wish for. <laughs> 5%, no, 5%. 5. Is, wait, that guy 5. is wrong. That guy does <laughs> everything wrong on a drum kit. Like, it's so well, like so wrong, like but so good. Like in terms of if a drummer like was from the seventies, heard Chris Dave, they would they would think the future was just some other thing. They would think like, what are these? Chris Dave is incredible. Sorry to jump yeah. in, but man. It's yeah. Crazy. I, I, it's so crazy. what about like Chris Dave in terms of like, so you're, it's just influencing your view on rhythms? And...
1: Yeah, definitely. Like my view on rhythm, my view on like just drumming in general, mm. like kind of experimenting with different kind of rhythms and like not doing anything kind of, because I do that, you know, that just typical, I want to, you know, break out of that kind of typical mode and like just do something weird and different with my rhythms. And it's, just, for me, like, right now, this period is just about experimentation. That, that's just what it is right now for me. So, you know, I'm just I'm just listening to different musics, like, just trying to find some style and try and make something different, make something new, make something that, like,
0: I like. So I like it. I like that's it. That's I, I like it the is. fact that we started off very progressive and we've started off with hope, you know? It's great. Like, that's, that's, you bring that young energy to this podcast, though, <laughs> you, you, we, we, this podcast does just be about me and Laz ranting about what's not great in society anymore. You bring hope. <laughs> you bring up the future. You know, it's like, it's like that film I, Robot, you know, like, with the end I, Robot, is like the same feeling oh, I had. You know, where I felt like, as if, robots aren't so bad, technology's not so bad. You know, that's, that's what you bring to this podcast, is hope. <laughs> <laughs> so me so was, oh, let's bring this back to to old people
2: stuff now that's <laughs> <laughs> my let's language bring, let's bring this to
0: all people deprecation <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay so with my influences i wanted to split um who who has influenced me in what kind of areas so mm-hmm. i'll jump into like videos i'll definitely say missy elliott because hello the nineties, the things she was doing with visuals, mm. the high energy, the creativity, the storylines, and just the just the general I cannot stop watching what is going on here because this is so random. <laughs> Never seen it before. I'm just used to okay, couple guys in the ends, you know, back in the day, got their spike going on. It weren't appealing to me. But mm. then I see this random women spitting bars at very, very hard. <laughs> mm-hmm with Timberland and Aaliyah doing mm. her thing, I think she was just so dope. I will, like, reference, obviously, we've all seen the rain super-duper flyer, and she's in that massive, <laughs> what looks like mm. a bin bag outfit, some helmet and some red shades on, and she's just spitting into this, they call it, what's, what do they call this lens? It's called, like, a butterfly lens, I think, something mm-hmm. like that, and it's just, like, really zooms into your face. <laughs> Crazy. But Missy Elliott, for visuals, 100%, like, That has been influenced. Um, Just telling stories in your videos and having fun. I think element of hip hop, I think some artists brought that fun. Like I would say De La Soul, Mm -hmm. they brought a bit of fun and wackiness into it. But also, you know, will give you some real. And Mm -hmm. also, I wouldn't say, actually, no, they are hip hop. Well, back in the day, they were more hip hop. I'll say Black Eyed Peas as well. They Mm -hmm. were crazy, but (laughs) it's like they were owning how nuts they were. Like, we wanna jump on stage and do this. You wanna come in with our dreads. You wanna. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. You know one thing about <laughs> Black
0: Eyed Peas I love is like they came up with the, the first song was like People it, People Died. Now, <laughs> their first song was like literally about freedom. It's like some free the world type song. And then yeah. they never did a, a conscious record again. Never nope. did a conscious record again. The closest yeah. thing he did was the whole, like, oh, my or you're the Brazilian oh, yeah. song he did. Brazilian, that's eye. the only, that's the only yeah. Black Eyed piece came that's in the a game, part. like some conscious band talking about how they yeah. love the world. And then next mm-hmm. thing I know, we've got My Humps coming out and all this crazy yeah. stuff. I was like, well-played industry, well-played. You
2: know? Yeah, they knew what they wanted, didn't they? they yeah. I think there comes, I guess, a transition point. Like, okay, if you want to go further, you're going to have to either... Do a little something. <laughs> There's a crossroads. I mean, me, but I they
0: think. didn't even wait. laughs. They did one single, <laughs> and then that was it. They was no even. They, they they weren't
2: even subtle about it. They were just like, yeah, we'll just do this, get them happy, and then we'll just move on to what mm-hmm. we were gonna do anyway. Like even the backing singer. Have you seen like that mini documentary and you Yeah, were yeah, yeah have That yeah. backing singer before mm-hmm. Fergie. I didn't even. I was like, what? Yeah. Just in the That's group. True. I thought she was just a feature. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know Again, who you were. We black, women you were. In <laughs> black women in the industry. Black women in the industry. Again, hmm. that's another testament to that whole thing, but I'm not we're not doing a labs rant about that today. But ah, well, it's, yeah. it's coming. It's coming. It's it's, it's, it's coming. brewing. It's brewing. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously another artist that is also my album artist, Miss Lauren Hill. It would be an absolute crime for me to not even oh. mention this film.
0: We have a we have a Lauren Hill sec- section coming on a bit later, guys. Guys this Lauren Hill fans. I got some Prepare facts for, for you guys. You guys will go like <laughs> But please, please do carry on. Please do carry on.
2: Prepare for what so yeah, so we've got Missy, the the playful, the high energy, the creativity, the collaboration, and then we've got Lauren on this side. Again, still a collaborator, working work with other artists, you know, mm. one of the members of the Fuji's doing up fuji la and also singing as well she can sing and rap which we will respect um does both very well mm-hmm. and again i really think i was just drawn to just how natural she was like you can yeah. tell like there was no acts there was no facade like this is who i am i'm gonna sing these songs i'm gonna play my guitar <laughs> and i'm gonna put you onto some social issues i'm gonna put you onto um, a bit of my faith um yeah i really lauren hill big props to her like Obviously, a big, big, massive influence. And yeah, that is, that's the end of my rant for today. Dennis, I pass you the baton.
0: Oh, okay. So I, I guess mine mine is, is, is probably one. There's only one producer. There's, there's there's only one producer. I'm sorry, I, I stole this. One. This is the one I picked. <laughs> um, given it's February as well, and it's, it's his month officially. It's not done yet. It's still one day or two. I don't know. Is it a leap year this year? Or not? There's one more day. Okay, cool, cool. We've got one more day. Um, Dilla. Jay, 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 James James yeah. Yancey, whatever you want to call Whoa. him you know I mean, that personal I, you know like, like <laughs> come on now that's 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 the fam come on like I met his brother in Bristol me plugging. you know like, it's just the same. Illa Jay, shout out there you didn't return my Twitter message but we will go talk about that um, <laughs> but, um, Illa J <laughs> Detroit guys we love you um, Dilla 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 is I don't know like it's just so much more. D- my my biggest worry with Dilla is that his influence in terms of music I'm, I'm a hardcore Dilla fan and in one way it's kind of a Dilla stan if you want to call it like that uh, <laughs> his, influence, his influence to hip hop yeah. is just so I think it's misunderstood in my opinion mm-hmm. Um, I think that one of the biggest crimes is people call Dilla the godfather of lo-fi yeah
3: yeah
1: um, mm-hmm. I think
0: that's just that basically takes away his technical genius in terms of being a, a, a sound engineer, he really understood sound, and he understood how to make things work in a way that nobody else had ever explored before. So, a lot of the things that Diller's is known for, like being behind the beat, um, and you know, doing things like when he's when he's obviously programmed his drums, they they made to the sound drunk and sloppy, and those influences in terms of rhythm will never be taken away. But I think the one thing that for me, influenced me from... J- from J- he he made me question my understanding of how music is supposed to feel. Um, and he was able to communicate different feelings of music without even speaking. And yeah. that's what yeah. resonates with me in terms of his music, is that he had a different way of his tech. He wasn't just about techniques. So he'd come up with a lot of different things with sampling that we had never seen before. So, for example, mm. like he would... Take vocals from a record, and there would be all different parts of the record. When everybody else was sampling four, six, seven, mm. eight bars of a of a song, mm. he was taking records and accenting them and making them fit into pieces that nobody else kind of could figure out as to what they were. Mm. Another thing is his choice of sonics was very, very specific. So he wouldn't just use the same snare. He would layer snares from all parts of the record. Because all the different snares have different timbres. They have different compression. There's many things that in which the way Dilla did drums that a lot of people kind of think it's just sitting behind the beat. No, it's not. It's about understanding timbre and understanding the tone of drums and the tuning of them. And he really understood how to work the NPC to do that. And loads of people have tried and failed. I have tried and failed, trust me. I spent hours trying to understand how Dilla chopped Funky Drummer. But actually, it's not because of the way he chopped drums, his mind of the way he thought about music. He didn't think of the NPC as a sample. He thought of it as a, as a band. And he was di- like the c- director, he was the conductor. And he understood that all types of music have connections to each other. Be it like, for example, the way in which people don't realize that things like progressive rock have a massive influence on hip hop because of things like the way in which in progressive rock, there're different changes and different cadences and that's how hip-hop is. There's no similarity. Well, nowadays it's not, because everyone raps the same, but that's a whole different thing. But um, Diller made me understand that. Like, his music touches so many different influences from samples that made me go back and listen to the records and understand how he did it and made me study music. It actually made me <laughs> sit down and actually study and understand why records are the way they are. And then made me, like it really made me kind of appreciate where music really comes from. And that's that's for me, that's mm-hmm. Dilla's music. Dilla's music is almost a testament to like what hip-hop is. It's an amalgamation of cultures and styles and ideas that no other genre of music can do, in my opinion. Like No other genre of music brought people together more than hip-hop did. And JD was very, very much... He understood that, and he understood the power of that. And that's why his music, to me isn't just about just donuts. And we're gonna talk about that later, but it isn't just donuts, it isn't just being behind the beat, it isn't just Neo Soul or it isn't just lo fi. You know <laughs> it's not that. Like please stop misunderstanding Dilla guys. Like you need to go and study. Like people are studying his beat tapes nowadays. Like halftime. When Timberland was doing halftime, he influenced mm-hmm. Dilla to do halftime. But if you listen to the way Dilla does halftime, it's not the same. It's different. The drums are different. They, he, his understanding of production is like the cycled. If you want to understand music production, all you need is James James Yancy beat tapes. That's all you need. All you need is Dilla D tapes, and you will understand like what hip hop is. Because a lot of people don't respect hip hop sometimes as yeah. musical. Like they don't respect it as something that you know goes that that people think of. They just think, oh, I find a sample and I just loop it and then someone raps on it listen to to, to his music and you'll understand, like, progressively over time, he's basically creating the landscape of how music went from the 90s of simple sample-based production to a point where musicians are listening to JD and copying Mm -hmm. his techniques, you know I don't think of any producer that ever did that, I don't see, like I mean, maybe you kind of heard musicians like, imitating scratches or like, things that were kind of hip-hop but you never heard musicians listening to stuff and saying that rhythm is so it's so different. It's so it makes me feel so different that I'm gonna go and listen to a hip hop producer and I'm gonna start playing like that. I can't think of any producer. If there is, fair enough. Um, I mean, maybe Teddy Riley is one of those. Although recently people were saying that Teddy Riley didn't invite in, invent New Jack Swing. That's a whole different thing. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Molly Mar, Molly Mar's like really mad at. Uh, said Teddy Riley didn't do it, it said that Marnie Ma was making new, Marnie Ma said he was making New Jack City type beats with um, what's the name I think it's not pun I've forgotten who it was but Marnie Ma said that that's what happened and then Teddy Riley was talking to him about his swing beats and then okay. Teddy Riley went and basically started to make New Jack swing that's how it came across so there's a whole go and listen to um, Nori, Nori's podcast Drink Champs or something yeah he talks about out there but back to JD like JD everything like in terms of just music influence like how you pick a record what you sample how you sample it the guy was specific about everything there was no luck no accident Um, Mm. and for me that made me really respect that production is a craft and you have to respect it like you can't just think like I see a lot of producers these days you know you've got the luxury of having sample packs you've got the luxury of having VSTs you know, this guy was doing the stuff on karaoke machines, and he sound better than most of you guys with all the tech that you got now.
2: Uh Like 80% of
0: you guys, this guy was making the stuff on a karaoke machine, and I hear your beats, (laughs) and you got 900 pound Apple Mac with 1700 plugins you don't know what do. Dude had a karaoke machine and one record, and he washed you.
3: Washed you.
0: Washed you guys. Yeah, so take notes, go learn Go study, put some time in, learn about production. It's J.D. ain't tape hiss. It's not cassette tapes, you know. It's not just putting some snares behind it and putting some vinyl hiss and call it a J.D. track influence. It's not putting a Fender Rhodes, I'm sick and tired of you guys playing Fender Rhodes over, playing three chords and, and, and putting it behind the beat and calling it a neo-soul beat. That's not it. Please go and learn, go understand study this stuff i've been studying this stuff for four years i don't even come close to five percent of what that guy did so y'all need to go and work like put some work in before you start putting jd next to your name put some respect on that man's name for real like for real put oh, some respect on his <laughs> name. i'm tired of all these young producers on twitter you put your tag handles putting hashtag jd on there listen be careful that's that's that, that's like Candyman, man. You don't only really put in that that tag on there. You know, you, you be careful, respect, respect. The man's got his own month. I mean, come on, like respect. You, you don't just get your own month. You don't get your, your NPC put in a music in in, in, a, in a gallery because because you just did some beats and put some tape hits on it. Okay, mm-hmm. go listen, take notes, and understand what that band is about. They all signed off by J Dilla. Stan. That's my rant about J D. But. That's that's my biggest influence. That's that's the guy. That's the guy that changed everything for me. He made me question music. He made me go back and appreciate African music. Because at the time, Mm -hmm. I used to think hip-hop was all the the you needed to listen to. And, Mm -hmm. you know, JD did a lot with with Afrobeat. Like, he sampled uh, Rest in Peace. Tony Allen um, on a track called... Tony Allen did a track called Asiko. And JD did it for Common... um, which is it's a second called Heat, I think, on the Like Water for Chocolate album. Go listen to it. Um, it's all Afro, not Afro beats. You guys oh. out there with the S's, like, please go, please go and go and go and listen to go listen to Afro beat with, with the actual original guy. Go go pay some homage to the real thing, please. Um, I'm, go um, listen to some don't, fella. Don't put yeah, <laughs> don't put some S on that. Don't put some S on that thing. And and I love you, burner boy, but you ain't fella. All right, so mm. I'm just saying <laughs> nah, 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 that let's, let's understand. yeah, know. yeah, let's. Uh, it's all good being Burner Boy in yeah, your safe yeah. studio, not saying stuff about the government, they're calling your stuff apro beats. And I know Burner Boy loves Fela, by the way. I respect that, by the way. That's one okay. of his biggest influence. So I'm just giving Burner Boy some shots. Don't come at me. I'm just, I'm just being nice. Um, but yeah, sorry, um, that's 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 me. That's 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 me. That's, that's, me. that's, 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 me. that's JD that's the guy. Everybody go do some studying, understand where your sound comes from because most likelihood is you listen to a JD track, you didn't even know you were influenced by it and that's it. <laughs> do, you, wow. do, you a,
1: do you have a particular album or is it just his body of work? Um, so is- all the
0: records that JD, if you want to go and understand his production, um, Welcome to Detroit is an important record because Welcome to Detroit is an amalgamation of everything. It's his musicality. So he's playing live instruments on there. People don't know this, by the way, mm. JD is singing on that album as well. Um, mm. JD is doing a lot of the beats as well and he's rapping. So he's doing all the four things that he's great at. Um, obviously all the old tribe stuff is great. Um, I think one of the albums that people don't like, um, but it's the most underrated album that JD produced is like, um, not like what if chocolate, um, it's electric circus electric circus is an album that a lot of people don't think is hip-hop but it's probably one of the most hip-hop albums there is because common could have gone and made any other type of album he could have made the same like he could have made mike water for chocolate too but he took a risk and because electronic music at the time was if you were doing things on keyboards or like not using samples or whatever it was a lot of People at that time frowned upon that sound, and then you know the Neptunes came out, and you know all those guys started to really change the game with electronic making beats without samples and stuff. But that was him. That that album is is Electric Circus is him just really showing you how technical he is and how he understood drum machines. Um, There's a track called BBE by Jane. I don't like the I don't like what the, the track is called, but BBE is. Jay Dillard's homage to techno and his homage to Detroit house. And it's all instruments. It's not samples because everybody knows JD for chopping samples, but his, the respect that you need to put on that guy's name for his production value, that guy knew how to play. He knew how to tune stuff. Mm -hmm. He had perfect pitch, you know, like he knew what to do like with music, his parents are music musicians. So I say, those are the two records that, um, Welcome to Detroit because for me that record has just so many brilliant parts to it I mean um, Think Twice is the Donald Bird cover that, J- that, 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 that J- um, he did it with Dwelle and I didn't know he was playing piano and the outro wow. of it basically this is how much of a genius this guy was he took a coin and he went into the casing of, of the grand piano and he was flicking the the, the strings he was flicking it that's that's the sound that's all everyone's like trying to find this magical like piano sound or like they thought it was like a percussion or something that's all he was doing with a coin um quest love talked about a, a, a part where like um he he was in a studio and they didn't have like a proper like way of recording um, the snare drum so what he did was he because the snare drum was too loud and they didn't have like a proper compressor so he went and he got a bunch of toilet paper screw screwed it up Put it on top of the sticks and made mallets out of it and played his snare softer like that. He did things like wow. in um, the Slum Village Fantastic album. There's if you if you hear there's a track um, there's a Deangelo track that they did, and at the start of the track you hear like a air conditioning fan shut. That's the snare on the record. That's how the record starts because in the start of the record when they were recording the vocals there's an air conditioning thing going on and JD's like, do you hear that? And then the shuts, and then the music starts. There are things that he did that is just like, you'll blow your mind. Like I can go, I can have a whole JD podcast. There's just so many things that he did that in production wise that I think of. And I think like you guys have, I said this, you will have 900 pound Apple max. This guy washed you guys, the karaoke machine for real. If you gave that guy karaoke (laughs) machine and some records, he would make something that you guys didn't even know existed. That's, that's how much that guy <laughs> yeah. had so much talent. Like, and one of the things I do respect about him as well is he was a very private person as well. You know, He didn't really ever, until he kind of passed, people didn't really know too much about him in terms of what <coughs> he did. So, But yeah, like I said, those are the records. Sorry, I need to stick to the point. And I'll put them in the, we'll have a playlist, so I'll put some stuff in there uh, in terms of what I'm talking about, but Yeah, check out Welcome to Detroit. Fantastic Volume 2 is amazing as well. That's probably what a lot of people listen to. But Electric Circus is a record that I think really, really showed him being able to separate himself. Because you have to think about it like he'd done a lot to that point. He'd he'd done the hip-hop thing so long, you know? And then for them to just go like, oh, we're going to do electronic techno type stuff. And it's just like, really? (laughs) Like, okay. And uh, unfortunately, people think that's Common's worst album. But I love that record. I, I this was one of my favorites. But Electric Circus, yeah. Sorry to repeat myself. Yeah,
2: cool. You've been screwed.
0: Yeah, that old man Dennis knows the stuff, man. I don't just, I don't just, I don't just say, it. I don't just say. It. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm break it up. You know, I got, you got some knowledge up here. This is not just a preface. Um, but still, um, so <laughs> what we're gonna move on to was albums, actually. So albums of influence. Um, Lav, do you want to go first? Since we
2: were a daddy first oh, Alrighty, so my album of influence Is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill oh,
0: oh.
2: Come on, come on But when this <laughs> dropped <laughs> When it dropped, obviously I was quite young when it dropped So mm. it's one of those Projects that I appreciate a lot more Now as you know, <laughs> I'm a bit older mm. To understand more of the concepts That she was talking about mm-hmm. But even then listening to it, I still appreciated You know hearing live elements of music on a hip-hop record Mm. um, and just that nostalgic feel like you can you can play that album and know exactly where you were when you heard it for the first time or what you were doing it's one of those um, bodies of work that just captures a moment um, for sure, and it recently went diamond, guys. Oh, yeah, of course. We go. I, had to, I had to just, I had yeah, to drop some scores. Yeah. That's the only thing you that's been I mean?
0: irrelevant in the news the last year or so. There's, there's positive. Hey, gone, hey! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> that
2: whole that whole album, though, is like, I mean, for those who haven't listened to it, you feel like you are in the room with her as she is performing like every single song and obviously there's some skits in between it's like a classroom type Mm. thing which ties in with the title the miseducation you think about school you're supposed to get an education there but some things are left out some things are Mm. (laughs) missed in terms of history and there's a lot of things that you need to fill in the gaps in with and i feel like she she touched on certain topics that do that and it was actually based the title was actually based on an amalgamation of Carter G. Woodson's 1933 book, The Miseducation of the Negro. Mm. So that's where, obviously, the Miseducation bit came from. That's where that came from. And then the Mm. Education bit came from something called The Education of Sonny Carson, which was released in July 1974. So it was a biopic which was based on the civil rights activist's best-selling autobiography. So terms of influence this is someone who does, she's done research do you know i mean she didn't just pick up from this guy okay i'm going to i'm gonna call this album windows do you know i mean some mm. thoughts went into it and i think this is why it's been so impactful and when you tie in research and experience of things that you've lived through that always makes for something special because even if you have not been in that person's shoes you can feel what they've been through at least you know and hear. okay that's that's schooling me on some things that you know I never would have even considered or thought you were going through. Hmm. Um, also, um, I'll just give you some words actually that she actually said about this project as well. Oh wow! We're bringing we're bringing Oh my I'm goodness. Sorry.
0: Wow! What did you think this of, was? notes and stuff.
2: Goodness! I was just gonna come on here and say, yeah, great. No, no, no. this is check the B side podcast. Okay, okay. come proper.
0: This is the this is the musicians nerds podcast slash. You know, if you want to talk about life slash controversy slash whatever you want to make it. That's yes, what sir. that could be our that could be our tag. Whatever you want to make it.
2: <laughs> just <fine>. yeah. <laughs> um, So yeah, to bring that to that, so. The title record is called The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, Mm -hmm. which had a lot to do with how she figured out some of the things going on in her life. Mm. She says it doesn't necessarily mean miseducation like she didn't do well in school, but it had a lot to do with finding out about your own aspirations and your own dreams and not the dreams of those aspirations that some might have for you. so that song was a song about movement growth and inspiration which like those are themes that speak to me especially when I first listened to it I was this was like me getting into rap like oh I can actually there's actually a lane for me here I don't need to do this or that this is someone that looks like me and is just on my vibe that you know shows me shows me a way of how to navigate certain spaces and just school and some things man so I really appreciate those themes and you know, the independence and the positivity that you just feel and draw from this album. And I love the influences. Like, obviously, there was a blend of... you got a bit of R&B, obviously, jazz, soul, mm-hmm. bit of reggae. And I really liked, um, again, touching back to my influence that is non-music of, like, spirituality and faith. Mm-hmm. Like, there were loads of biblical references in there, like, <laughs> all over the album. Mm-hmm. Tracks like Tell Him, obviously, again this twofold writing style of that could have been a conversation with God. It could have been a conversation with her man. Like Mm. it's whatever you kind of take from it. And I really like that. It's something that I can listen to again and get, get a new um, perspective and meaning for something that was previously said such an early thing to do, but it's a great, (laughs) it's, it's enriching. Um, And again, going back to the whole, intergenerational impact like this is an artist that if you say her name it doesn't matter if you're like 40 or if you're i don't know i'm 20 oh lauren hill maybe i might know her oh did she did that do wop song <laughs> oh yeah 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 lost <laughs> ones you might have heard a little lost ones you might know <laughs> you might have heard the what's it that mtv what was that That mtv performance she did and she was playing guitar i think this was unplugged unplugged i think that was the last was thing it was, that... it
0: was a misery of, in, of iniquity was it this is something she said. There's, there's, something there's something right. like that. I think I just I, I always get that wrong. I think is, is it the mystery or Not the misery of iniquity? iniquity? There was that's I know I know that Kanye West sampled that for like all falls down. Yeah.
2: When yeah, know, when it all falls down. And then you've got Drake yeah. coming to do a thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what put the young ones on. I oh, so. and they're like, No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: this oh, is... yeah, 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 yeah. With the um Um Score on the Scorpion X-Men album. X-Men.
2: Yeah. Yes. He sampled X Factor, which, again, was on this album. So, yeah, man, what else have I got to say? Um, again, yes, a political and social topics. But, again, this is all tying into this whole concept. So give it a listen, guys. You might learn something. You might catch a vibe if, that, if that's not what you're trying to get. But definitely <laughs> get into it. Like, it's it's one of those albums that people talk about still for a reason. Like, mm. it's not something that you just... Put on in the background. It's like no, like mm. get the mood, get some candles on, sit down, take it in, get get your nightcap and listen. Like, mm.
0: yeah Danny, what, what do you think about um,
1: Mister Education? Mister Education, I can't, I can't lie, I haven't listened to it too much.
0: <laughs> I know, that, I know that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that's true. Like, I this know. Is, this is treason. <laughs> I know. It. <laughs> forgive me, forgive me. I, I'll watch you re up and listen at, to it. At least you're
1: being forgive honest. Me. That's the most important I'll Yeah, I'll yeah, listen like, to it, man.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Zion track, it. I'll message <laughs> you, don't you say anything. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Zion track, innit? Oh, yeah, to Zion. Yeah, yeah, That's all. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, did you? Bang up, bang um, yeah. I, 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 to be honest, it, as much as me as Miss Hill haven't got along recently, you know, um, I cannot, I cannot um, doubt how much of a masterpiece of an album that is. I, I won't, I won't, I, I won't call it any sacrilege. I think the, yeah. the way that album for me is, I guess, is someone's personal statement to the world. And I know there was a lot of controversy on if Miss Hill wrote it, um, but um, or, uh, yeah, I, know, I we'll, we'll get onto that as well. You know, with, with the lawsuits and stuff that ensued afterwards. But um, yeah, um, so I think the depiction of a woman that's pregnant at the time, going through kind of the emotions of being on her own, being pregnant, is something that I don't think anybody could write better and mm. that record really translates that to me even if it's all the pain, all the doubt all the like, you know um, isolation away from people all the kind of you know, dealing with breaking up with someone that's just got you pregnant like, that's a whole emotion in itself and I think from that album you can really f- hear that and that's why we really respect it as a piece of work because there are a lot of different things that I can feel in that record that I don't think anybody else could have written if mm-hmm. they weren't going through that situation, so mm. one of the things that I love is the vocals. Um, Lauren's vocals are incredible on that. I don't know, I mean, like, what they did, like, from a technique perspective in terms of layering vocals. Mm. Um, but um, I feel very much like this um church-like type vibe. Like harmonies are mm-hmm. um, incredible, incredible harmonies on that record. If you want to go and understand harmony. Cool. That that's that record will really kinda of give you um a really kinda of good sense of, of what you should be doing. Um yeah. in my opinion anyway. Obviously there's other records to do that. Marvin Gaye used to do that um a lot in terms of his vocals. But um yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 I won't lie, I have I'm, I'm one of those kind of people I can't sit here and, and, and you know, it'd be be very strange of me not to I do have that record. It's it's in the back. <laughs> but how do you? Uh, I, I I do have a copy. I do I do listen to it every so often when when I'm not feeling like you know Miss Hill's not getting on my nerves in the news. I I'll, I'll, I'll play a record every so often. <laughs> Daddy, what's up, man? What what what's your what's what did you pick?
1: Um, so for me, like my most, I guess influential album. I think you could kind of, kind of see it coming, but MF Doom.
0: Oh, I thought he was about to say Madlib. <laughs> I don't just close the podcast. I just ended the recording. I <laughs> mean, oh, yeah, like Madlib's not an album, guy. <laughs> is... do, uh, but yeah, what do album? What do in
1: um, food? Uh, in food, yeah, okay. definitely in food. Um, for me, that for where I am now in production, well, kind of changing now, but like what I've been doing, like mm. sampling. I know it, it might sound a bit, bit cliche and a bit like okay, but for me, when I first heard that album, like that's the, his production really like that's the thing that really got wow, that like, caught, caught my attention
0: seriously. Yeah, most people would yeah. say it's his, his his like lyrics on that, but that's crazy. So, so well, why, I, why is that?
1: I, I, the the way he used like um I don't know the, like when I first heard beef rap yeah like well, I know yeah, some people it might be the lyrics, but. To me, like, I just heard the sampling And the, I just thought it was different And I thought, like, boy, this is a cartoon mm. Like, because at that point in time I wasn't really listening to, like, underground hip-hop Like that Yeah, Like, this was around, what, 2015 2014, so I was listening to, like, you know Sharp music, like, Ray Shremord and, like <laughs> Oh, I love ah, Ray
0: Sherman. No, I love yeah. Ray Sherman. Yeah, like, yeah Ray Strayman, you guys that's got it. one banger. So, Only one banger. Yeah. It ended after that. But you got one banger, though. One banger. I, I can't remember what it's even called. That's the, That's how much of a one-hit wonder Ray Sherman is. But you guys had one banger. It used to be on the playlist. And I'd play you that stuff it. at a party. And people would start going crazy, like as if someone came back from, you know, like Lazarus came back in the house or something. but like, honestly, for real, that Ray Shrubber shout out. Sorry, random shout out to Ray Shrubber, by the way. See, I'm not such an old man, you know, I got some musical taste. Sorry, as you were saying, so you were listening to Ray Shrubber and then. Yeah, exactly. So like juxtapos- the yeah. Juxtaposition there, but <laughs> yeah. we will let you have that one? Uh, but yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, just that, like, you know, 2015, the chart music, whatever, that, like, you know, set you up with all that stuff, like.
0: That's what Okay, oh, oh, daddy, you needed to say this is a music, by the way. Me and well, I, well, I won't put Laz in the category, but I am a music snob. I'm going to put my hands up and say it. So, whoever thinks I'm judging daddy right now, I am a music <laughs> snob. So, just understand, I am just who I am, okay? So, if someone says fet you up, I kind of judge you a little bit. But I still understand. I understand. Like I, I, like, I listened to T Pain. You know, I thought T Pain was amazing. He's still amazing, actually. He can sing properly. What's his talent? Um, mm. But no. No. You up, man, come on, Daddy, come on. You needed savior. Like I was,
1: I was man. You know, whoever. I was a young teenager whatever was versus, popular that's
0: why first is consistency That was evolution well that evolution okay what I wonder what the next cycle with Mr. Phantom is going to be <laughs>
1: so yeah but when I first heard just the way the, it was just different to me so that really caught my attention mm. then, of course it's like the way he rapped like and his like uh, you know like, the rhymes he does like, it's no secret like he can rhyme it, like, everyone knows he can rap and everything mm-hmm. but I just his production style that that just really just caught my attention, and mm-hmm. you know that was the gateway for me to like learn about Madlib mm-hmm. learn about Jay Diller. I didn't know who Jay Diller was like but mm-hmm. like, I probably heard one of his songs back in the day, but I didn't know who Jay Diller was like mm-hmm. all this like old school hip hop stuff like that's that's where it all started for me mm-hmm. um new food and and like just just doom in general like just yeah. Big, big influence, like, just on my production style, right? Like, the way I sample, even the way I used to do drums. I'm, I, I feel like I kind of changed drums. But, you know, Dune's drums a bit, you know, Dennis, you know, Dune's drums are a bit, like, in your face kind of, like, a bit. Not like, um, I'll say, it's not, like, very subtle. Like, they're very kind of, like, it's, if you, like, listen to, I don't know, if you listen to, um, um, like, his, um, you know, his beat tapes,
0: yeah. His
1: drums are a bit... I'm
0: just trying to think, like... Mm. I'm, just so interested. I'm just trying to think, like, what you mean, like, by in your... could you explain that? Because I didn't understand what you... Like, listeners might be interested in, like... When we describe musical stuff, just always remember, we're not I'm everyone's a musician, more, But in terms of in your face drums, what do you mean? Like, do you mean, like...
1: More, more the type of drums he uses. Mm. So I guess typical back, but, like, that... And the way he like um syncopates it and stuff is just like I really like um copied that kind of style. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, yeah, he's that, probably my one of my biggest influences in like terms of production. And um yeah, I mean mfu, that's the first uh like literally the first week I heard it, I was just streaming it, like you were on streaming spotify it? Yeah, I was in I was I remember I was in cooking class.
0: In One cooking time. class? Wait, wait, hold yeah. on a second. Wait, wait wait, 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 time, time, time. You were making, wait, oh, that is legendary. That yeah. right there is legendary. You need to, yeah. you need to, that's, I was, I was, that's, a story. You were cooking, you were in a cooking class listening yeah. to Um Food. Do you understand yeah. how poetic that is? Like, making <laughs> like it
1: kind of works, doesn't it? That's some
0: good, like, that's some goodwill hunting type stuff. Like, what are you, what? You were cooking food whilst <laughs> listening lovely. to that's. Yeah. Hmm. I can't even. That's 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 some biblical type thing. I I, I can't even. I can't front. That's amazing. So you're making lasagna yeah. and you, you listen. Yeah, okay. listening to it. Interesting. Just listen to
1: it. it was wow. like two hour classes. I was just listening to the album.
0: <laughs> Did you just go like I'm <laughs> in mean, cooking class? I get bored. Let me just find some stuff that's yeah, related that's... Food, to food. The, There's music. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Imagine if that's a new thing in home economics and schools. Like, guys, amazing. we're gonna pick up. <laughs> We've got an MF Doom, uh, module. <laughs> Go and make whatever it is. <laughs> oh
2: my days. That's
0: amazing. I love that. That's amazing. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Right. Um, I mean, like, in terms of like, um, food, like, do you think. Do you think that that's one of his best best records because obviously Doom is just recently passed and you know there's a lot yeah, of people yeah. you know talking about his music so like what do you is that one of your favorite al- is that your favorite album of Doom's or yeah, that's it? my favorite that's my favorite I know
1: Mad Villainy is that's probably what everyone would say mm-hmm. I feel I guess maybe I'm biased from the store but I feel just food mm-hmm. is for me like I guess it's not like a maybe, I guess, maybe it's kind of biased because I, that's my album.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, for me, that's my favourite Doom album project. Mm. Then uh, obviously Mad Vinny and maybe, uh, uh, maybe his um, vaudeville mm.
0: so what? So what did, in terms of like musically wise what did you take away from that like why did that become like the the album that's like you said kind of the production and the in in like I, I, in your face drums and stuff like how how does that go like oh man I've listened to this and now you know I want to make not maybe this type of music but this makes me feel a particular way about production it makes me excited about it uh,
1: To me it, it it just felt a bit like nostalgic mm. so the the use of like his the cartoons it just made me feel like oh it's Saturday morning. I'm watching like cartoons. Oh, as it that's <laughs> that's it like I like that. It, it just made me feel like, uh oh, like it's kind of cartoonish, and I like that kind of cartoony kind of thing. Mm. Like, and then this whole persona as well, being a villain and all that stuff. Like, it's, it's. I just find it cool. And I, I me, I like, I like to, I like superheroes and stuff. So, you know, that's that.
0: We didn't, we didn't ask you this question actually. Why, why did mm. Miss Education like? How, how did that influence you as noticed like in terms of what you took from it do you see any patterns or anything like that
2: definitely in terms of like concept like I always want to approach projects with like something in mind and we need to be going somewhere yeah. like <laughs> I don't want to just randomly put things together mm-hmm. and definitely like sharing experience for the sake of others who might be going through the same thing yeah um, that's definitely a help and definitely I think that's what artists do anyway maybe even without realizing that you know what they're putting out is influencing another person yeah not to drop in a pun <laughs> of no, the no, true. podcast but it is where it's like consciously or unconsciously that's what's happening so definitely being mindful of that but then at the same time keeping it real as well like I, d- I don't want it to become so packaged that it's like okay it needs to be this it's like Things change over time. So however it evolves and wherever it goes, mm-hmm. I know I know where it's going <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. And just growing with your audience as well. Yeah. So if she was to release another album today, who who knows? <laughs> but well, uh, I'm definitely... <laughs> definitely say it. I would not I not hold TV.
0: my. I not hold my breath. I know that's
2: very... in an alternate universe. All... That's happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Like it's quite interesting. I think Danny definitely your point with um food. I didn't really think about like the production wise. Like I didn't think. <laughs> Um, I normally thought of uh, like his lyrics, you know, like all over that record he's just all sorts of different, No, yeah, no doubt, no doubt and his cadence just, and stuff, yeah, but, no yeah, sorry, I was just gonna say, but it's 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 interesting you actually quite raise a lot of points because I know doom as a producer is also something that we don't always talk enough about, I mean he's a great m mm-hmm. c as well, but you know mm-hmm. he really knew, knew what he was doing with 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 the beats as well, um. But yeah, lives, do you do you, Doom, did you get into much into him? Like,
2: you know. can't lie, no. <laughs> That's fair. But I might, give it a, I might give him a go from what you've described. What, and would, you, what would you
0: recommend, Danny? For like, yeah, what would you
2: recommend Labs?
0: Yeah. yeah, what would you recommend? Because this is kind of a music recommendation podcast as well. So, you know, like I said, you DJs out there, you know, that you're going around, you know, finding your, your secret gem playlist, you know, we'll do some sections for you too. We'll have, maybe on Mixcloud, we're going to have a little section called Unhidden Gems, you know, um we're gonna have something like that you know something where we reveal stuff you know people might not have heard of or like people that aren't into or want to learn about a certain type of music it'll be good to kind of hear from people as well if there's any genre of music that you know you guys are trying to get some gems for we're going to talk about some um some albums we're going to talk about some artists that um we're going to have a section of artists that we feel are mad on the right age and nobody's ever really ever paying attention to so um yeah as like, so Danny. You want your train of thought my Train of thought went into plugging what we're going to be doing next. <laughs> like a promoter.
3: <laughs>
0: so, you was So, I was just going to say, so, like, with what albums do you recommend? Um, MFM? um
1: well, definitely, um, obviously, Mad Vinny. Mm. So, that's the uh, collaboration with Mad Lib and, um, well, Doom. Yeah. And probably, it's, arguably like the, probably the best uh, hip hop album, underground hip hop album. Wow. I like can Hmm.
0: Yeah, wow, that's like, a statement. That's straight up, that's yeah. a statement indeed. Ooh, we can we have to debate that <laughs> one another
1: time. I was also suggest our uh, Vaudeville villain. That's a very good one. Okay, um, that's why he he has a different persona there. So he's basically mm. rapping from the alias or persona of this guy called Victor Vaughn. Mm. So, and Doom has like different type of like. Artist name, so like he has, okay. you know, obviously MF Doom, he has um King Idris of uh, uh, Victor Vaughn, so he like and he raps like from different perspectives, um nice. from these um like different rappers. Then I would also suggest food, obviously like definitely, and as Dennis said, the lyrics they are very good. The bars, uh, like dope. Um, also his um um old stuff. So not many people know he used to be in the group um KMD. Mm. So I mean If you really want to go into Doom I would just also go into like his old stuff as well You know When he was Zev Love X So like That's that's all boom back and stuff So I mean If you really want to dig into him I, You know I'll say start there as well Operation Doomsday There's another Doom album Which is pretty good That's his like first one he came in Under the name Doom So And that too has a lot of uh, cartoonish stuff Like it's just dope. I, I just like the sampling and this production style and obviously the raps and everything.
0: RIP, dude. RIP, man. RIP. Yeah. Um, so. I think as well, lad, I think what you like about Doom is his writing is very, you got. You have to break it down. Like, you've yeah. got uh-huh. to break it down. Like, his stuff is so, there's just so many things in the way in which his wordplay is, and his cadences. And also, the fact, like you mentioned before, because he's playing different characters, it gives him the opportunity mm. to have Different kind yeah. of perspectives on what he's saying. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, do MF Doom is like almost like his current self, and then King Ghidra mm-hmm. is kind of like, I don't know, some different. So, so cool. <laughs> they all have different personalities within the, their, their own kind of pocket. Yeah. So, um, yeah, honestly, Doom is one of those guys that you like, like Dylan, go, go study because his yeah. stuff is just it's. It, I can see why people can't get, it, weren't able. All the people that talking about Doom and doing Doom tributes, and when we were talking about Doom when Doom was like popping, like, mm-hmm. and we saying, "Oh, Doom is weird, or he's different, or he's not like accessible." Yeah. Now the same people yeah. that are talking about, yeah, you know, he he really changed. You know, he made it like underground guys to have an, a say in the industry, and he did himself. Like all you guys doing fake eulogies to Doom right now. Like remember when people were breaking down. MF Doom bars <laughs> yeah. people were like oh no nah, that Doom guy is really weird his cadence and his like structure is... but honestly like if you want to spend some time learning about someone um, mm. in terms of the way in which they're just different from everybody else there's nobody could do Doom yeah. like Doom
2: just yeah it truth. does sound very unique for what you guys have said just the truth nice mm.
0: I guess I'm last um, yeah. so I've gone with some something different <laughs> Um, I've kind of kept it very theme-like this, this week because, um, you know, all the people I've picked are is You know, so... so you know, Just to say, just, just say that Aquarius... I'm not Aquarius, but I don't know why. I, I, if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd be Aquarius. I'm a Leo. You guys can probably already tell, like, by my loudness. And, and <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, like, Leo all in one package. But, um, enough about star signs. Um, <laughs> D'Angelo's voodoo album. Um DeAngelo's new oh. album is a, is is an incredible record that influenced me because it's an homage to everything that came before us in terms of influence like funk um soul music um jazz everything but it started off the neo soul movement and it really started off a movement that now obviously is picked up again in the last 6 7 years mm. And that album is responsible, I I personally feel. I mean, obviously you had Maxwell come out that year and, and um, Lauren's album was kind of the same kind of neo-soul type vibes. But in my opinion, I don't even like the word neo-soul, but all because right. it's just I all love- soul and funk music anyway. But Voodoo, yeah. even from the techniques and how Voodoo is recorded, shout out, if you guys don't know this engineer, he's called Russell Elevado. Check him out, he's on YouTube. He does a um, Red Bull um three hour session talking about just recording music and engineering and the people that he's worked with and voodoo was engineered by him and the sonics uh, and voodoo because it's such a analog type album you know this whole myth that analog sounds different to digital um i think is <laughs> a bit of a myth in some regard because it doesn't matter what you're using if you're using loads of analog equipment and don't know how to use it you're still going to sound like a digital Just saying, all you guys are saying is all about you have like thousand pounds of gear, of analog gear, and you don't know what you're doing with it. Um, Voodoo is the album that really stands a testament for analog equipment, because everything was recorded on tape, and they didn't use any Pro Tools sessions, or maybe two um, two songs, and he had to do some editing and stuff. And Voodoo really is a jam album. It makes you feel like you're in a music jam, and a bunch of musicians, and you know, it makes it has an organic feel to it, and that's how a lot of the tracks were made in the 70s and 80s of, of jam type music, and mm. organic kind of not going in the studio and saying I'm going to make this type of record. I'm going to feel the music and see what happens. Um, mm. There are a lot of different things in Voodoo that have influenced me. For example, like um, Voodoo was kind of one of the records where the way in which Love is playing his drums is like mimicking a Jay where everything is behind the beat. Um, but in a way that's more kind of a way a drummer would interpret it. So that's probably one of the first times we'd seen someone do that. I mean, he'd done it before in other records of the Roots, but for me, Quest Love's rhythms in that album is the is, is the backbeat, and it really sets everything that you need. The musicianship on the on the album is incredible. Um, Pino Palladino on bass. Again, another guy that's just He's from Wales, by the way. Mm-hmm. Wales, man, over here. I, mean, I live in Wales. Shout <laughs> out Wales. Literally, mm-hmm. Pino Ballardino sound like he sound like he's from Kentucky, playing bass for a Motown band. Incredible bassist. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, dude from he's from Wales, but he literally sounds like he's from Detroit. Like his his bass playing is it's just groovy. It fits the pocket of where D'Angelo was trying to take that music to go to. And the yeah. fact that 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 song that that album was recorded in Jimi Hendrix's studio, Electric Ladyland, it really has that vibe. Wow. It has this mysterious, ethereal, like kind of like ethereal sorry kind of vibe where it's just like, it's just got voodoo. Feels like an event taking place in the background, yeah. and you're in the moment with it. That's what that record feels like. Even the way in which the the the, the, the first cut, um, Devil's Pie... And look, um, no, player, player, sorry, not Devil's Pie. I um, How that fades in, it feels like an event. Russell Lavado's like gone in, and they've done things like the 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 the, 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 song, the the album doesn't even start like a normal album. Like it literally starts like almost a conversation is happening in the background, and then it kind of fades in into a, a bass groove, and then the guitars come in, and then D'Angelo's vocals coming after the drums, and it's just it's just a. That album is just soul music. It's like it's like um it's like it's like just good food. It's like it's just good soulful food on a Sunday. That's that's mm-hmm. the best way to describe voodoo. It's it's organic, it has so many different elements to it. There's songs like a song called Spanish Joint, which is which is mm-hmm. has like a Latin time signature and it's like it's basically Charlie Hunter's the guitar player And he's playing bass and guitar at the same time. So he's got an eight string guitar and normal six strings. I think it's eight string. And then it's eight, um, six strings, like normal guitar. And then two strings, lower notes for bass. And he's playing the bass line and the the actual guitar at the same time. And D'Angelo is just D'Angelo. His vocals, the way in which they're stacked. Like if you want to go and understand how vocals can work, Go and listen to a song called The Root by D'Angelo. The The Root is a great song because it deals with male masculinity in a way that at that time in the nineties it hadn't been dealt with. I mean, at that time you know you we were talking about a lot of misogyny and like a lot of hip hop music being very much like um in terms of with it's it's a relationship of women being there's a lot of, there was a lot of deprecation involved, you know, women we were seen as objects. D'Angelo really made masculinity like in a way that was sensitive. And the root is a great example of that because the root is about being in love with someone so much that you go to the doctor and asking for help <laughs> to, to, to get you off this, get you wow. off this, your wow. withdrawal from this person. That's deep. Wow. Like, no one was writing nothing. The root is such a beautiful song <laughs> in terms of lyrics. Um, one more again is another track that's like about, um, you know, seeing like wanting to see a distant, like a distant lover that you haven't seen for a while. Um, and, and just missing them in a way that's not... Back then, you know, like, you're coming off... You need to think about this time, like, in the 90s that time, it was boys to men, like, R&B types. R&B yeah. and, and that type of music was very... was Casey and Jojo and, you know, the wine and all that kind of stuff. And then Voodoo was just an album that just came in and was just so artistic, like, so vibey, like, so... A lot of the influences of what we think is Neo Soul comes from that record they were using things like Fender Rhodes at the time. Like I know Fender Rhodes were used before that, but you know, the way in which he's using a Fender Rhodes and playing organically. And it's just, it's just the a... Russell Elevado really is someone that nobody really talks about, but someone that people really need to learn about because he only record- records in analog gear. So he only records to tape most of the time. And that's why that album sounds the way it does. Because sonically, when you play it, it doesn't sound like any other record. it sounds like something that was made way before um way before it um and and that's just kind of one of the reasons why like I love that record because it made me kind of understand i guess musicality and being an artist and how and that record took four years to make because nowadays you know we all make records in like you know next to no time like people put an album every week. That album took four years. He was way above his budget for for that record. Virgin were like, listen, you better turn that out. He missed like four or five um, deadlines for that album. And he was still cutting records still when the record was going to mastering. (laughs) So that's how much of a jam album that was. And a lot of the records came from things like um, they would go into the studio and they would just jam. They would like, Questlove would like go and find all these tapes, like Soul Train tapes he would go and he would find, like, they would have weeks where they were just jamming an album. So one week would just be Prince. This is literally just Prince week. We're jamming all Prince records. Literally, his whole catalogue, we're going to do it. We're going to cover it, and that's what's going to happen. And a lot of the tracks, like, um, came from, like, like um, the drum groove in the last track, Out Africa, comes from, like, uh, a Prince track. Prince did a, a, an album called Madhouse, I think it's a Madhouse. I know, I'm not sure, but... They're
2: like a jazzy kind yeah, of...
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a jazzy cover yeah. album. Like you, You'll yeah. check that out. That That's a crazy record. Um, it's like a jazz fusion album. And I think that's where... It's either that's how D'Angelo and, and Questlove met when, when Questlove yeah. played that groove. But Voodoo is like a homage to all the influences they have, but they didn't sample it. They just played the music. So there's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like there's a Cool in the Gang influence song in there. There's an Ohio player song. There's influence in there that they're doing, like, covers of, but you don't actually realise it's happening. There's Feel Like Making Love, um, that's a cover in there as well. Um, it's just a beautiful record. There's an homage, but it's just, like, a modern day... Um, it's just different. Like, it, it, it sounded like something from the 70s, but just in a way that nobody else had done it before. Mm. And I feel like that's a statement. Unfortunately, the, the, the song Untitled... Um... <laughs> Untitled was one of the things that kind of makes that puts a cloud around Voodoo because D'Angelo did a video where he was naked. Um and that 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 was I mean for some people that's probably very entertaining. That's probably the only reason they want to listen to Voodoo. But I understand he was twenty five at the time, he made some decisions. Um and that's how life goes sometimes, you know. You sometimes make videos <laughs> like this and you kind of fell forward in that trap. That just happens, you know you yeah, had to take 15 years off because of it, but, you know, things happen in life. Um, still release an album after that, though, like Miss Hill. Uh, but, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um But, you know, either way, here, like, yeah, there, there, here, say, there, there. But, wow. yeah, D'Angelo's Voodoo album, if you haven't listened to it, I think it's probably my favourite record, like, top five, definitely. Um, it, mm. it, it makes, I go back to listen to it, just to Appreciate like how much craftsmanship and how much you can really how far you can take technique and how much when you get a bunch of musicians together and they know what they're doing you get stuff like that so yeah voodoo check it out we'll have in the playlist anyway we we'll have tracks in there so guys check out check out our playlist we'll, we'll have something something cool 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 so we're gonna move on to the snobbery part of the podcast which is basically where all the young people might switch off because yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna old people a bit don't yeah so Lavs, you have some lyrics to break down for us
2: i've got some lyrics for you Mm. guys so i like to call this section fast food right (laughs) oh wow
0: oh god oh gosh
2: so why fast food do you ask well because it's quick and easy and it seems like the best option at the time or you could be intoxicated and you went for whatever was open you know when you come from a night out or a late gig what's open oh mcdonald's let's go
0: oh my god
2: shots fired
0: oh wow Whoever this artist is, by the way,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: don't, don't sue us, man. I feel, I feel sorry for whoever I it can't is. can't deal with a libel. Universal music. Universal is. music. We don't have that type of budget. <laughs> we don't have that legal budget. Sony, we don't have it. We're just a podcast, but a startup. It's our first episode. We don't need that heat. Whoever you are out there, whoever A&R that's trying to come at us, please, I beg you. I don't have that. I'm Nigerian, but we ain't got that type of money, okay? We can't fundraise like that that quickly. No. The 419 night doesn't happen that fast, okay? It's it's uh, it's a it's a working working gradual process. I can't just pull out universal type money like that. Ooh. But please carry on.
2: So I actually um didn't have any clue about this song until I went on TikTok. Like I jumped on TikTok just doing foolishness there and this was like one of the trending songs. So one thing about TikTok that's really cool is literally if you're an artist. Get yourself on there. You never know, right? You never know. But obviously, mm. be yourself. Don't mm. do anything corny that you wouldn't do in real life. Like, people know you, guys. Mm. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. Follow Labs on
0: TikTok, by the way. What's your, what's your TikTok? Yes.
2: My TikTok is Labs Live. So, L-A-V-Z, live. Okay, Couldn't guys, go with it's Labs, but we moved. <laughs> whatever,
0: whatever it is. It, it is what it is. You got some dope. Like, there was a controversy. Mm, if you guys want to yeah. talk about plantain or plantain, Ooh. we have a TikTok there for you. Please, uh, please go check it out.
2: All, we, all I have to say is It's, it's plantain Yeah mm. That's it There's no discussion We don't yep. call rain we in
3: Yeah um,
2: mm. Why is plantain mm. Plant in Do you know what I mean Free But you chip. know, at me at, I'm easy
0: at, at me At Lavs, At her she, 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 She's up for that smoke
2: <laughs> She's <laughs> uh, Okay so I'm going to dig into some fast food um, I'm just going to read the chorus Because I can't go any further <laughs> Okay, so guys, prepare to be dazzled. Okay. This is CJ Whoopty. Oh.
0: CJ Whoopty. Oh wow. CJ Whoop. That's a Oh no! Oh okay, this I'm, song Okay. I'm I'm old, so I don't really know who this is. So you guys are gonna have to give me some context. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't yeah. Alright, let's just hear yeah. the lyrics first. I think that's probably a good start.
2: I think that will fill in your gaps. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Whoopty. Mm-hmm. I'm outside. It's
0: mm. a movie. Ooh, movie, movie, movie.
2: Blue cheese. <laughs> what? I am addicted to blue cheese.
0: What? Wait, hold on a second. How do we go from movies to cheese? Like, I know they serve cheese in cinemas and stuff, but what? Like, okay, okay, that's fine. It's kind of logical. I kind of see the sense. That, that that's fine. <laughs> no, I mean? Come <laughs> on, I mean, let, let's not let's give the young man a, ch- a chance. He might be doing it's some. True, it's, it's, true. It's, it's it's pretty poor metaphor, but whatever. We'll let him have it. It's fine.
2: Let him have it. You'll yeah. give him that one. Yeah. Alright. You got something. Yeah. I've got to stick to this paper. Okay, like we all need stage. money. We've
0: got mm-hmm. bills yep. uh-huh. It's gonna be hard, but yeah. I'm
2: about my chicken like it's a two piece.
0: Alright, this is this this is a that's four-year-old weird. this is a four year old statement. To the weird world. Dried this chicken. is this is some like what did you do on holiday flights? Like, <laughs> this is what some kid writes with Crayola in, when they're year four. Okay, I, I that's I mean, the chicken, the cheese, the movie. I don't yeah. know where we are right now. I don't know what state we're in. I, I... There we go. Okay. All right. So, Karen, please. Yeah.
2: You can have oh. your B back. She a groupie.
0: Okay. Misogyny. <laughs> but, okay. But that's
2: but fine. Just a little bit. Do you well, know what I mean?
0: Point one is misogyny. It, is it fast okay. food that's, without that's that. That's plus one misogyny. Okay. That's, that's
2: yeah. All right. We're going to have to deduct, deduct a point there. I'm so okay. sorry. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> She just swallowed all my kids in the 2C. Oh, wow. So it, oh, that's a oh. minus 100 deduction. Okay. Um. <laughs> Personally. Um. you know what I mean? But guys, that's what I'm saying. It's fast food. Everyone's eating away oh, in the class. You okay okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Swagged out. For Millie, we bringing them gats out. Wow. <laughs> I still got some racks. Stuffed, um, the trapped hat. I can't even carry on. Stuffed in the trap house. Okay. Off the forty-two. Blowing backs out. Okay. Very, very okay. I'm back on my B. Swing back with a full clip. They say I'm moving ruthless, and my shooters—they shooting.
0: What? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Very. I mean, who who is who is this English? Who's, who's person towards this person English? Who's the English teacher? This is why I don't like paying so Jump many taxes because this is where tax money goes in. See, this is why we <laughs> put more tax money in schools because you get people out here writing this. Like, if my listen, year seven, year eight, I got A plus in English. Okay, and the reason why was because we were paying more tax. To, this is what happens when you don't put tax money in the school systems. You got people out here talking about cheese and movies and. And chicken and pieces and stuff. I mean, come on now, like that, that, there's 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 bad, and then that's just not that's not even Michael Jackson. Like, Michael Jackson bad is good type of bad, but that's, that's just that, that's, well, yeah,
1: that's, that's, that's yeah, that's just CJ
0: CJ CJ, to just, uh, CJ CJ. Listen, CJ okay. CJ. Live is going to be writing. Is going to be running a songwriting camp. Um, she's going to be going to be putting time into lyrics and stuff. We got a subscription. We do your free place. Just plug us. Plug yeah. our podcast, CJ WhipT. What, CJ Whoop- is that his name CJ I don't want to offend the young man CJ yeah, the it's song's CJ. called Whip-y. okay CJ Whoopty sounded even more interesting um, if his actual name his name but Mr. CJ Whoopty <laughs> guy whoever you are man listen we, we got you we could, we could always fix. We're, we're a progressive society you know we see it's a true. thing like I'm this mind. and we're I'm just mind. here to help we're just trying to help you and you know no one sat you down and taught you how to write this music you know I understand mm-hmm. I completely understand you know mm-hmm. if, if someone didn't sit you down and show you like you know you got to have bars and you got to like actually make your words make sense. You know, you don't just like just go to a theosaurus and just start picking random words and putting them together. You know, that's not how you make it. I know whoever produced that song, um thank you. I appreciate it because I appreciate the fact that we don't have to listen to that acapella. Thank thank you very much whoever the producer is. That's should, wow, wow. You should be paid double, wow. triple. Whoever record <laughs> label put this song out, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Um and whoever A&R signed that guy to get this music out, um, I don't know what you're thinking, but whatever. But, yeah, yeah. CJ Whoopty, man, hit us up. We can help you out. Whatever you need, man, we'll do it. You just we work out. We're business-type people. We're, we'll speak to your people, our people speak to you. We'll help you out. Like, we you know, we, we, we do what we can. You know, these, these youngers hmm. need support. They need guidance. That's what the last generation didn't do enough for us, you know? So we got to help them Whoa. out. Whoa. can't be out here. Huh? You know? They got, got we got them out here, you know, they're doing tattoos on their face with ice cream cones and sticking jewelry bezels in their <laughs> forehead. You know, like I'm <laughs> I, I, don't mean, I, I don't know what uh I
1: they know what they right. doing. I feel personally person
0: responsible do. for this. You know, this is this first was bad that's... lyrics. We let them get away with that. Now it's like literally I can't even enunciate anything these guys say no more. I, I have heard of emo rap. I thought emo rap was oh, yeah. like, okay, you know, emotional. It's going to be emotional. I'm like, you literally have one emotion and you sound like as if your mum just cut off your $10 allowance. Wow. You, you're really angry about it and you're in your room frustrated. Well, okay, that's fine, whatever that is. The worst, the, the best part is now I know there's a lot of black people now into emo rap or black emo rap musicians. I think that's mm-hmm. progressive. I think at least now mm-hmm. we don't have that many problems that we're rapping about, being depressed about not having enough money allowance, you know? That might be that might be the only positive thing to take away from this new generation. You guys don't have enough problems anymore that now you're rapping about, you know, blue cheese and... Like, I mean, Public Enemy are rapping about the environment being so messed up. They're talking about crack houses and having to not be shot when they go back. Now we talk about blue cheese and sim Okay, life is progressive. I'm actually okay, pandemic and all... That's not bad. If that's the content of our lyrics, you know, 20 years later, it's, it's a bit terrible, but we've come a long way as black people. I'm, 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 okay. I'm kind of, in a, in a positive way. I'm kind of okay with that. If, if all the new generation I have to talk about is cheese, is comparison to what, you know, um, you know, what, uh, f- flavor, Flavin those guys went through. I'm okay yeah. with it. It's not, it's, it's, it's kind of not that bad. But CJ Whoopty hurt us up, man. You 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 need help, like honestly, for real. You need yeah. help, man. Like Damn. I'm serious. I I'm not your manager, but whoever's talking to you to putting out this music, music is that what you call it? Um, <coughs> see, I'm even okay. coughing that hard because I can't, I can't I can't handle it. But CJ Whoopty man, hit us up. Throat. We 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 got you, but <laughs> We got you, brother. We got you. Honestly. well, that's a fun section. I'm looking forward to what more Labs has got for us. When we do that again. There's, there's,
3: there's
1: so much material out there, man. You just have to go I on TikTok and really? <laughs> that's it. That's
0: it. Oh, wow! Cool. So, we're, we're kind of rounding off towards that, towards an hour or a bit. I don't know where we where we are timestamp wise, but we do have one more section for you guys. And this is probably the most impression part. This is the ding, 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 ding. We're going to put a little, oh. sound, a little sound uh, uh, bite later. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to find a way to do it. Um, the soundbite part of the podcast, you know, so this is the debate section, the debate section. So we were going to go with why Donuts isn't Diller's greatest album, but because we've gone through this as a Diller episode, I'm going to hold off on that one. I'm going to, I'm going to, wow. I think you wow. know, producers, you guys have been washed, you know, you've all been washed for enough one day, you know, you need to go and do some homework and study and then maybe get some context about what I'm talking about. And then we'll talk about this. But for now, we'll not talk about why Dillers best album isn't Donuts. We will talk The People versus Miss Lauren Hill twenty twenty one. I Uh-oh. Dennis Paul I I just mentioned uh-uh. my name is in the defence council of the people that have been <laughs> you know put put in impression for, well for for first the, the, the grievances by a once Miss Lauren I have a released 20 hour years album I haven't released an album in 20 years um oh, wow. and I pretty much show up late to everything that isn't really related but yeah whoa, 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 whoa. that whoa that, that, that's 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 why I'm at that's why I'm at right now you know and we've got labs in the corner of Miss hill so and the people so Lavs, please present you please present present I guess there's not really an argument but what is yeah. What is the pro Lauren Hill argument? Why do we why do we why do we need to put some respect on Lauren Hill's name?
2: So I came with the receipts. So oh. we're gonna I'm just gonna go to my enemy source, oh. right? <laughs> In regards to why <laughs> there hasn't been a record since.
0: No. <laughs> oh, there's an explanation. Hey, um... <laughs> oh, oh! I ain't never heard an artist talk about. I'm judge,
2: of... please silence the court. <laughs>
0: like, a Daddy. Oh, yeah, we forgot to introduce Daddy. Daddy, um, sub creator.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a bystander. Um, I'm just watching. Mr. I'm just a viewer here. B. B. Cooper. Um,
0: I'm not i Yeah, he's the judge. He's the B. judge.
1: I'm the judge. He, they're trying to convince me, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, me. This is going. This
2: is going. Right. So, and I quote In a rare interview, Hill said her label had never chased her to make another album. The wild thing is, no one from my neighbor ever called me and asked me, How can we help you make another album? Ever.
0: Wait, wait wait hold on a second who do you think who
2: do you think you are
0: that we have to con? what you, who do you, who, what kind of status is, that is a pedestal statement oh so your label has to be in wait 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 so we have to consult lauren hill like lauren hill is some demi golden setting and and what? beg her for an album are, are you kidding wait, me wait wait, wait 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 hold on a second that statement is the reason why miss hill miss hill you you think like that is that. Is, who do you think that is? No, no, no. Get, get, do no, Get out of town. Who does Miss Hill think you is? I could think you're like some, like, what? You're on some, oh, you're on some pedestal that I never heard before? Even Prince don't even say that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, you know what? My label never chased me for a record, so I couldn't think of one. You're a musician. You make music. That's that's part of the title of what you do. Like, what, what, what do you think your label? Your your label is like, it's like, gonna be like, oh well, it's just like your parents. You haven't cleaned your room today, but you know you, you need to do it. You really need to do that. Wait, could we please repeat that statement, Miss Hill? Miss Hill said, no, "There's more. There's okay, all right. Please more. carry on. I th- I'm sorry. That's my initial reaction to that. How can you say I did not release a record because my label then chased me? What? What? The- that is some like dog ate my homework excuse." I don't care what anybody says. That's a dog-inked-my-homework excuse. <laughs> 20 wow. years? They didn't change you for 20 years? Are you yes. kidding me? Are you, what, by 10 years, you would have got the message by now, like, oh, maybe I should go in the studio and record something and put my name on it and not maybe make some subliminal soundtrack record. That will wow. not be judged over. Mm. All right, carry on. Sorry, I'm sorry. I had to jump in there. I didn't let you argue Judge. your point. That, was, that, that to me was some esoteric, my label did not did not chase me over the record. I have never, I have never, it's like someone like, oh, I, well, you, you're hungry. Oh, but nobody chased me about what I'm going to eat today. That's what that sounds like to me. Oh yeah. yeah. I would have, I would have eaten, but but my girlfriend didn't chase me today to eat. What, what, what are you talking about?
1: What? I mean, that is a good point. Is a good point.
0: Oh, you, you're a musician. It's in your title. That's the one thing that you're known Can for. Can I the rest of the statement? <laughs> <Okay. movie. laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ooh. sorry, sorry, this brought some okay. emotion here. Sorry, sorry. Abolic. She
2: continued mm-hmm. to say that after the record was made, that she began to face trials like scores of tentacled obstructionists, politics, <sighs> regressing agendas, unrealistic expectations, and saboteurs everywhere in capital letters. People had included me in their own narratives of their successes as it pertained to her album. And if this contradicted her experience, she was considered the enemy, she explained. "Lauren Hill way. is the
0: Stephen A. Smith of music. She'd be using words that we don't even, even use day uh, to day to describe our emotions. <laughs> Lauren Hill is the Stephen A. Smith of music. I if we need <laughs> it, I, I I just think Lauren Hill just sit there with a the thesaurus be like, I'm writing a statement. I want to confuse them so they don't know what, even what I'm talking about. And that's how Lauren Hill write her statements because cause none of that thing even made any sense to any person to any person that, if you gave that statement to any normal person <laughs> to that question the question is why did you not release an album and we got a paragraph of, 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 of three words that made sense like I, 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 how is that even an explanation? <laughs> that sounds like some explanation of four-year-olds where they ask them why did you do something and they're lying and they start the story from the end instead of from the beginning. That's oh, that's oh that's, my that's, that's that's. I'm sorry. That's a, who, you, you could tell Lauren Hill don't have no publicist because she wrote that. Yeah,
2: you know what? <laughs> you know what? I will say even even as a fan, I do think this was just. You know like when celebrities do something the public eye like oh I guess I have to apologise they probably didn't write it themselves and then they've got like an IRS press release of okay this, I feel like this is a cover up for something, I think something probably industry happened mm. and it's a mm. bit of a cover up because there's no way you release an album like that and you wouldn't like, you, you wouldn't have more to say okay. even if it's one or two years later, do you know what I mean? Mm. I think yes. something mm. deeper happened that yeah. you probably will never know <laughs> unless we are in that room Lauren okay. what happened maybe one day maybe never but <laughs> I feel like we've had to make peace <laughs> with the closure we won't get <laughs> okay so that's my, that's my honest <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's your that's honest okay. answer. That, that, that's fair yeah
0: All right. okay so let's just start off with Miss Hill okay Miss Hill oh, right? I need to just let you know the last time you missed the record Tabagotchi was a popular thing okay Tabagotchi oh. 1998, that's when Tabagotchi was popping. That's when we were listening to your RAS record. Okay, let's 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 just start off with that. Like let's let me just think about that. Now Lauren Hill fans, you guys I don't know what I don't know what she's got you on. We need to go to Haiti and see what voodoo she came up with, that you guys show up. You guys <laughs> literally show up to a gig where you know someone is going to be late oh, and goodness. you're okay with it. And you're yeah, okay yeah. with it. Yeah. You're okay yeah. with it. And the woman's like, "Why are you late? Oh, because the moon was in the rise axis last week.
2: You guys Wait, still show.
0: This woman talked shocked, about oh, I was late because
2: the, because the line to the atmosphere of the world. And st- are you kidding? this is what I'm saying. Something left happened because listen. this is these things are not like. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen.
0: That's a therapist conversation. That's not. That's not. <laughs> I, that you should not be on stage with that type of excuse. I'm sorry. You should not be." And Lauren Hill fans, I'm sorry. You guys go still pay 80, uh, 80 pounds, whatever it is. You guys go still pay. You guys still, you guys still, you go to listen to Miseducation from track mm-hmm. one to the end. That's it. You, all, you guys don't want no new music. You just want one album and that's it. I, I'm sorry. I
2: can't, I can't. i think want new music, but you can't pay <coughs> an artist to the studio. What are you going to do? What can we do? Well, they got to do it after twenty years.
0: Twenty years, I mean, twenty years, you're still going around like your prince. Like, I mean, like talking about you know my record label didn't chase me for a record. That's why I don't have one. Are you kidding me? Can you can you at least (laughs) sit down and actually write something that I can actually believe is a lie? Can can you can you can
2: you can you you do that, please? Can you at least like that's all I ask for? Like, how do you know that a music written? How do you know? might just be stuff in the vault
0: well we're not going to, we're not even going to go into the lawsuits and stuff let's like, not even talk about what happened post this education with the Marley brothers <laughs> they're still looking for their money Like <laughs> They're looking for their cash, you know, songwriting credit, you know, all that stuff, all the the good stuff that you get royalties, you know, that kind of stuff is quite useful to kind of keep a normal lifestyle. If you can have a royalty PRS publicist check in your bank account every so often, that's quite nice to have. You know, and then, you know, all the accolades go to one person and the album goes diamond, but no one talks about you anymore because oh, it was 1998 oh, and Tabu. got you. I mean, Hill came out an album when it was France 98 and I was praying to God that, you know, like my mother would make fried rice. This is a jollof rice if Nigeria won the World Cup.
2: That's, that's, that's. Oh, that wow. Is, you guys were in the World Cup. You don't qualify
0: it. Yeah, yeah oh. listen, don't even break football to. okay? Don't even break, don't even, bring, don't, oh, wow. don't even like, Ghana was nowhere to be found in 98. Like, I don't like, know. Ghana was nowhere to be found in 98. Ghana, listen, Ghana in the, the FIFA World Rankings was like 594. So, but, <laughs> no,
2: you're bringing it, you're bringing it.
0: <laughs> All right. Hey, by that time, Atlanta '96, Nigeria won the gold medal. You know, like Kanu Wankor. Uh, what's his What's his name? Sunday Oliseh, uh, Daniel Abokachi. Shout out to you, man. Uh, what's his, What's the other goalkeeper's name? The go to car accident. Shout out to you. Living you're living in the past. You're uh, living it in the uh, <laughs> ah, you're, So much for being progressive. Where's your Olympic gold medal? Where is the Olympic gold medal? It's, it's facts. It's facts. Winners are winners. What, Whether what, you call it the facts. What, what, what where, where's, you where's your gold medal? <laughs> where's your Olympic title? We beat Brazil, bro. We beat Brazil when there was a thing called golden goal, gold, man. Come on. Where's, where's... <laughs> it was the juju that you lot did. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. oh we could not win. Had <laughs> exactly. What what That's so? Right you know, Nigeria Nigeria got waxed for winning Olympic Go Better. They were saying that, like, we registered our athletes. It was under twenty ones. So we registered them, and they were all 25, 26-year-old. We put fake, take of best Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, yeah. listen. They have to come for us. See, that's that's how much, you know, we were shining. We were shining so bright. They had to come for us like this, you know? It's okay, yeah, though. It's okay. All I have to say is, Garnier, where's your gold Bella at, man? I ain't seen it. Wow. I ain't, I ain't seen you uh, Olympic gold in other ways, man. I'm just saying, man. The I'm,
2: I'm in flag. Yeah, I'd the gold in our country. We don't
0: need you go. oh, small, oh, wow. oh, you...
2: <laughs> Gold is like pennies to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about medals.
0: Oh, I see. Oh, okay. So he's like, oh, we got enough of that gold. We don't need your. gold.
2: <laughs> we it's just what? Really?
0: We just mad him. If... He's like, you can keep that. <laughs> that's that, that's okay. okay. I'm good love, I, enjoy. See, I see all of this, but my argument, but Lauren Hill, that's mm-hmm. Miss Hill. You cannot go around walking around like your Prince, you ain't released no album in twenty years. You can't be getting put in the names and the likelihoods of the greats. Go around walking like as if you're floating on a cloud like your Goku and Dragon Ball Z. Like you can't be doing that stuff. I'm sorry. Like Lauryn Hill, you gotta chill. You gotta chill. Like Robert Glasper said it, if Herbie Hancock could be cool, if if, if Prince could be cool, you know, mm. if all those people can be cool. Miss Lauryn Hill, you gotta be cool. You're talented as hell, you know, you're mm-hmm. a great model for black women, you know, you do a lot of great things. But Miss Hill, you gotta you you gotta come to reality a little bit. You know we got we got we got to talk. We got we got to we got you, you can't be showing up two hours late no more. Like at least let's just start off with that. Yeah, that is you know,
2: a bit out of let, order. Let, let's just I'm start off with that.
0: Yeah. Let's start off with that. You know, like people paid money. You know, they paid for babysitters. You know, they had to they had to grind hard. They had to go and see Lauren Hill. You know, that was this was going to be the independent moment moment of the month. You know, they get to get their own time to themselves. Get to sing Miseducation from one to ten. Even though they do it every week anyway, on the album they get to hey, see hey, see, hey, see hey, Laura hey, get to see <laughs> Laura Hill play on stage. You know. They they paid for this and this is what you're gonna do to them. Come on, Miss Hill, man. You come on, come on, Miss Hill. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see for your people, man. Come on, man. Even, I'm not even a fan, and I'm offended. You know, like, I'm offended for you guys that showed up. I'm, I'm, I'm offended for you guys that showed up, and then you were two hours late, and you are okay with that. That's not good. Come on, now. That's not a good relationship with your fans. Come on, come on. They 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 put that diamond plaque in your house. You gotta wow. show them a, put a bit more respect to their name, man. They put that diamond pack in your house, but that's my Laura Hill argument, guys, guys, guys. I know Laura Hill fans are gonna come at me, but it's um, okay. Yeah. I just, I just came with the facts, you know. Tamagotchi you know? France ninety eight. Um, else? I can't I, can't, I can't think of any references to the 90s I was what How? I don't even know how old I was that's how but that's, that's Honestly, how wasn't old. even born <laughs> daddy wasn't even nah. born when that album came out nah, <laughs> I, mean, not, I, I, mean, I mean that's <laughs> that goes to show you five. the context <laughs> it's like it's like if Michael Jordan won one album and then quit won one album won one championship and quit oh, and called himself no. the GOAT that's what Laura Hill is doing <laughs> that's, that's that's what it is <laughs> Uh, let's leave it let's let's have an instagram poll let's put this clip on reels or we'll cut some clips and reels and we're going to get people to vote on it so guys follow us on instagram we're going to have an instagram page um and we're all going to kind of have a way we're probably going to call it uh, and give you like a tag at the end of it when this podcast is put on on podcast so on podcast on platforms so we're going to have this on youtube and obviously on spotify so we're gonna put lots of of our socials in there. So go and fo- follow us, and all the things that you young folks do that Uncle Dennis doesn't sign up to right now. But I'm 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 moving on to the page, you know. I'm 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 moving on with the times. So I'm being getting very techie, but um, about time. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get you guys to vote. We're gonna cut. I mean, it's probably Lauren Hill fans are gonna out out us, but anyway, so, Nige- Nige- Nigerians up. out there, come out come out and support me, okay? Cause I, yeah. I I I, I rep you guys. You know, I, I did. I, I tried my best anyway. Um, but yeah, guys, if you guys have got any plugs for your socials, because we're gonna have to wrap up soon.
2: Uh, Go through it, done.
1: Um, yeah, just Instagram um, at Fantone underscore Coop. So that's a like...
0: new tag for this month, by the way, guys. You're gonna have to use a subscription service. You know, you're gonna have to keep 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 <laughs> back, keep tabs of everything. <laughs> this is one of forty-seven different. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
1: I'm just in that phase, guys. He's going for a Spanish. thing right
0: now. He's going for a thing. <laughs> but no, sorry. Clearly say what what it is. What what's your Instagram? What your yeah.
1: yeah. Basically, Phantom underscore Coupe. So that's P H A A A N T O N E underscore coupe, so Coop. So C double O P. And yeah, just you see my beats on there. If any of you rappers there um, looking for any beats, um, yeah, I got my <laughs> what beats. you team. were trying to
0: plug beats uh, uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: in, in the this link tree. To,
0: what you want to <laughs> give so, your beat stars account on there as well? What you put there?
3: Little. Not beat? expensive, no. What's, your, no, what's
0: your, what, I was about to say SoundClick. That's just all I am. Uh, what's your what's what's your beat account? No, for real, like oh, uh, D Cooper. D Cooper, Amy. Not, Amy. D, yeah. Uh, all my stuffs in the
1: bio in uh, Instagram. So just yeah, just yeah. Go check
0: in. out here. You know he's 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 he's, do- he's killing it right now. He's doing some some good, some great work. You know, just just go check it out. Make sure you guys show up at the cash though. You know, you know, you know you don't, yeah. nobody out yeah. here. You know, like you know. I know you you you, you rappers. You know. <laughs> You know that we I'll be out here. Give me three beats for free. I'll give you one track and exposure. Yeah. We um, you know we, Danny. I've just said advocating. He doesn't take exposure as currency. Exposure doesn't doesn't pay the light bills. Um, but well, maybe does if, if you if we if you want to get a sponsor on the podcast, we'll, we'll, we we could do business that way. That's fine too. We we, we, we accept that. But Danny yeah. was plug it again one more time.
1: Oh, uh, well beats does?
0: No, both of them.
1: Okay, so Instagram Phantom underscore Coop,
0: mm-hmm. then stars D Cooper,
1: and that's all on my Instagram. The bios in the Instagram, the links, like everything. Okay, so guys,
0: go check them out, out man. Go, 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 go play some support. How about you, Labs?
2: You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter with the same handle at itslabs. That's I T S L A V Z, not L A V S L A V Z. <laughs> the Z is very necessary. And one day you'll know why. But that is what you should follow me on. Yeah, At me, you know, I'm very active on there. Let's have a conversation. I'm also on TikTok if you just want to see me doing foolishness and being controversial. <laughs> follow me on there, Labs Live. That's L-A-V-Z, live. Nice.
0: Well, I, I only have one. Uncle Dan is going to have one social social media profile. You know, you can just about handle Instagram. So... I don't have anything on there artist related. It's just me, pictures of me on a festival, but I'll put me be making beats on Ableton and going woo and stuff and I'll have some more content in there for you you guys, but because it's quite outdated, I ain't looked at my Instagram for a while. I wouldn't lie, it's not looking pretty right now, but it's Don't Be A Menace 92. You can obviously kind of see how appropriate that title is. Um, the fact that I don't stick to be not being a menace, but Don't Be A Menace 92 is my Instagram, so... Please go go help a brother out. We really got a few followers up in there, so you know, we gotta we gotta, we gotta help a brother out. Nigerians come out in a full fold man. I mean, I mean at least I can get a few from you guys. Come on. In Nigerians listen to this, if you're not following me, you're doing your country wrong, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: you're doing your country wrong, man. You gotta, gotta be nationalistic pride. Did you see what I did for you guys? I, I brought up ninety six Olympics gold. I mean, that's that's work. I gotta get, I gotta earn some money for that. i mean, something or followers, something at least. But yeah, yeah don't I'm be a man of Instagram, check me out. Uh, I don't really have much content for you guys, but if there's anything that you guys you want to find out a little bit more, if you want to, if you Lauren Hill fans want to come at me, that's where I am. That's that's where I live. Come come meet me. Come come talk. We could debate all day. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> find me, follow me, whatever you want. <laughs> Ah, oh, But guys, we're going to also plug um, where we're going to have everything um, posted. So we're going to maybe have some um, episodes on Mixcloud that will have some music involved being played. So go uh, we'll have a Mixcloud account. So that's quite a new platform that is more kind of for DJs, but it allows us to be able to play music and copyright less and not being taken down. So... We're going to have different sections on Mixcloud that are going to be about, you know, artists, and we're going to actually play tracks on the podcast, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, and then we'll also, obviously, have our YouTube platform, which will have the video recording of this on there, uh, as well as um, all the other popular podcast links, like Spotify and um, all the other, other, like, the other distribution units, like Apple Music and that. So um, we'll have all this information and description of every platform, and obviously we'll be doing some social media, um... Advertising. So these are the places to go and follow us if you want more of this content. So yeah, that's that's the 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 uh the 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 business side of things, guys. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a podcast about. We'll talk about some some future things that we got coming up. Yeah, to look forward to.
2: Yeah, fill them in.
0: So oh uh, me okay okay I'll I'll do one. Can we do one each? I guess we got one episode. That we're t- we'll talk about um, which is going quite interesting because a lot of people don't don't know much about um the i guess this would be an interesting part to talk about social responsibility in terms of what we have um as consumers of music and social responsibility as artists and as well as you know um organizations within music as well so labels and all that kind of stuff Um it's quite an underrated topic we we're, we're talk about you know things like do you is it do you owe it to your friend who does music to support them than supporting someone like drake you know um, do you have a social responsibility as an artist to your fans? Do labels, music labels have a social responsibility to the public to what type of music that they release or how frequently they release music? Um, those kind of things. Um, and then Danny, you had one about sampling that you guys want yeah. to do?
1: And that's going to link into our um, technology. We're going to speak on technology um, yeah. in the future and yeah, definitely sampling and discussing whether sampling is an underrated or like overrated kind of thing. technique and just going all into it and i think are we going to have a debate on it
0: mr madlib is going to be brought to the court yeah yeah that one
1: so obviously i'll be for madlib and um
0: yeah, you know, me the, the, I mean, you know, listen, the I feel like I'm just gonna be like the defense offensive counsel of everything.
2: I'm pretty much
0: after this after this, no young person's ever gonna wanna talk to me again after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like you want music snob, you think everything is about jazz music, you think that everything is about drinking wine and pretentiousness and thinking about old people's stuff and that's what you're just so not progressive. I just feel like you have made for the vegans and you made for the Lauren Hill fans. I'm just, yep. I'm just sick. I'm gonna be like Charlemagne. That's gonna happen. Like when Charlemagne oh, first came geez. onto the scene, <laughs> I don't want to be Charlemagne 2.0. He doesn't, he doesn't look great. Um, but the, 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 oh. <laughs> that's, a that's a different. Hey, listen, come on now. Like, come on, look at me. Look at my melanin ratio to him. I mean, it's just different. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, this is different. I mean, even I know, energy.
0: even though I needed a light, you know, to shine on my face so you could see all of it. I mean, Charlemagne the God—that's just that's that's ugliness. I can't even. I, I don't. That's Ooh. something you just don't talk about. Like I think that's. But Charlemagne hey, the God. Hey, I'm, like, gonna the day, I'm gonna get donkey of the
1: day, man. You're gonna get donkey the day.
0: Hey, that's fine, man. Don't worry. That's boosting our views. Come on, uh, give me donkey of the day. I'm, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, Labs, I guess you know what they'll say. All they'll say is, he's Nigerian. And then oh.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I will, I love will, you. I'll love you, really. I will be the bigger African and I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so Labs, you want to um talk about you're going to do an episode on, on, on women and music.
2: Yes, talking more about that. Maybe getting me even getting a special guest in just to speak on, you know, a female perspective of the industry, you know, things like going to studio sessions and some people just making it a bit awkward and it needs to be things like um, branding and promotion, how that differs for women, women of colour and just different, how, how all of those things go together in a different way. And yeah, it has, it will be.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that, to be fair. I think that's something that, is, is something that needs to be talked about and um, it'll be quite interesting to see, you know, because obviously me and me and Danny, you know, we, I, I, I'm, I'm not a subject matter expert, but in one sense as well, it's good to understand like from a perspective of <laughs> something that maybe might not be a consideration of things that we just don't think of, you know. Um, so that'll be quite cool. Um, I guess one of the episodes we'll also do is we're going to talk about Ah, this is going to be quite interesting in, in, in one... In in one sense, in the... In a sense of... The business side of music. So... We're going to be talking... I think we're maybe going to think of, like, getting an entertainment lawyer in. Um, maybe just to talk about things like... Parts of how people don't understand the music industry is really built to ensure that you, as an artist, don't actually make that much money. um. The system of what's been applied for hundreds of years is is still kind of the same. Um, obviously, it's going to be disruptive at some point, hopefully with technology. But you know, at the moment, even the way in which the industry works in terms of distribution, with places like Spotify dominating, Sony um, Music, uh, Universal Music being the domineering, you know, distributors of, of music in itself, and how that mm-hmm. affects, you know, underground artists and people that are unsigned. So we will be talking a little bit more about music, kind of things around you know publishing um talking about um ideas of like why you should what what are your rights as an artist as well you know there's a lot of different things in that sense but how that links to life as well is we're going to talk about different kind of situations you know around awkwardness around business you know because we've all been been through that so this this is not just a music podcast by the way guys you know we'll talk about in, in like for that episode I just um explained you know the the life side of that would be like can you talk about different areas where money is inf- influenced a relationship between you and somebody else? You know, that would be quite interesting to talk about, you know, when friends don't become friends anymore, when the De Niro's are, are involved. So we'll talk, we're we going to have a mixture of different things where it's not just going to be just about this for a music fan. Anybody can listen to this podcast. So we're looking forward to, you know, putting together a bunch of different things that's going to, you know, help hopefully get people entertained.
2: Yeah. That was Check the B side episode one boom. boom, boom. Oh. Yeah we oh, go. God. If I had a, a glass of
0: wine I would toast to you guys. Um but um I was gonna do it with my apple juice. But <laughs> it's mm. kinda like mine. Um but guys, yeah, um, also please this is an interactive podcast, so please leave as many comments as you can on YouTube. You know, hit us up on Instagram if there's any kind of comments you got. Like, subscribe, share this, you know. We're doing this thing for you guys. Make sure you give us suggestions on what you want to hear more of. Um, it's a pilot episode, you know, so we're kind of still shaky. We're still trying to find our way around this. So we need your help um, to make this something um, special. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. We're going to be looking to upload every two weeks. So <coughs> that's the schedule at the moment. So you, don't, you get a week. No excuses. You get two weeks now to listen to podcasts. So no excuses that you haven't listened to it. You get half a month. To listen to one episode, so please, you know, I'm, i I'm, I'm doing the Nigerian thing and plugging everything, all my businesses and everything. Um, you know, even me Nigerian is tell you about all their businesses for any round. Like I don't, I'm not even interested in this. Why, why this is what I'm doing right now? Um, but guys, yeah, this has been checked the B side. Actually, we need a sign out. We need some. We need so um in the comments tell us what our tagline for signing out can be.
2: Yes. Yeah. That'll
0: so be need, cool. We need something to sign off on because we couldn't decide on it and we need we need fan support. So yeah. Well, until next time. This has been Check the B side. And yeah. Much love guys. Thanks for thanks for listening and thanks for watching as well. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. <laughs>
0: Alright, I've got to stop the recording now.